my video game boner off, so like, <laughs> I- It's noon 30, well, it's almost noon 30, it's 12.23 on November 13th, 2010, we're in the future already, uh, we are past the aughts, we are in the tens now, I don't know what we call these, the tens? The tens, I guess, I don't know. I don't think anybody's ever settled that, it sounds awkward. Anyway, we don't talk about time, we talk about video games, why? Because it's better. What are we? The uh, TriGames.net podcast. Who are you? <laughs> I'm the antipode. Who are you? You just made um, Pete lose his boner. The sandwich eater. No, I was asking Al because oh. you don't like people using their their uh, their pseudonyms. Oh, well, I'm the red mage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, who's the sandwich eater? That's me. I'm Pete. And I'm taking donations from anyone who wants me to buy harmonics. <laughs> don't donate to him because then you'll just lose all your money when he buy, when he finally buys them and they say, nope. We're only making instructional games now. We don't make video games anymore because MTV doesn't love us anymore. Oh, that's that's a piece of news. Uh, Viacom. Yeah, it yeah. is. There you go. Selling off. Um, uh, I am your host, Austin. Oh, we talk about. Um, I am your host, Connect. Austin. I am your host, Austin. <laughs> My bad. And Al wants to talk about something. Oh, uh, I posted something on Facebook about Connect costing fifty-six dollars to make. Yeah, motherfuckers. That's why I don't want to pay more than half of what they're asking for it. Um, well, you bought a Wii at some point, didn't you? That was different. Uh, How is it different? It's not different. Because the Wii was an entire console, and it was something new at the time, and I got caught up in the hype. I I mean, the well, connect. It's, it's really not different. I mean, it, it's not a new console, but it's... it's it is different, because the Wii you have to buy to be able to play those Nintendo games. Like, I was psyched for the... For the uh, Twilight Princess when before it had, you know... No, you weren't, when it Before it came out, yes, I was. That was Mr. totally the first game I bought when I bought my Wii at launch day or whatever, and I Mr. later... I'm going to email you guys before I'm on the cast and tell you how much I don't like 3D Zeldas. But that was in re- reference to Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time, and I'm Pete. I either don't like way, 3D Zeldas. I'm older I, uh, now and I don't get caught actually, up in the hype as much, I hate so Twilight I don't want Princess. this peripheral... <laughs> Twilight Princess raped my sister, even though I don't have one. I'm going to eat my sandwich and you're going to hear me chewing. Oh... <laughs> Twilight Princess raped my sandwich and left some leavings in there, which I don't realize I'm eating now in the fluffy. that's just really nasty. Yeah, that's why he hates. Even Twilight though it's Princess. a video game that did it. Oh, but that, yeah. So I I would want to connect, but I don't want to pay more than like eighty dollars max for it. Oh, I was strictly speaking about the how much it costs to make something versus how much it costs to sell, or how much it costs oh, a consumer well, to consumer yeah, to it's buy not it. Along the lines of that, like when I say when I say that. Oh, it makes fifty six. It costs fifty six dollars to make. I'm not saying that like, oh, I hate the fact that Microsoft paid right fifty six dollars to make Connect and they're selling it for one hundred and fifty. Right. It's just that it's uh, amazing that they could first off have a uh, a device that is so inexpensive to create, and at the same time uh, put it out for such an exorbitant amount of money comparatively, and people. You know, flock out to buy it. Like I would think that Connect would be worth alone a hundred bucks, but they are charging one hundred and fifty, and it's completely sold out everywhere. Yeah, I mean, all that all that extra money, um, 
go, I mean, their their marketing campaign was insane. Mm. Um, but you gotta pay for that. <laughs> like, uh, the you know you know how you get those Best Buy ads that are just like, yeah, so you know the holidays coming around, and like, and I took this family to X Y Z and blah blah blah. Like when when they had like the the smartphones coming out last year or stuff like that, mm-hmm. they'd be like, you know, oh yeah, like the perfect holiday gift. You know what I tell my customers, and they have the the person in the blue shirt like talking directly into the camera. Yeah. But they they had one for Connect. They didn't have one for Move. <laughs> That's true. You know, you'd but, you'd expect oh, yeah, right. you'd expect them to you know, I guess push it a little bit more. Um, uh, and I could be wrong. I mean, if people have been have seen a lot of like those types of third, and when I say third party, I mean not by Sony itself, but other commercials out there talking about Move, like at the at Target or Best Buy or whatever. Let me know because I haven't seen them, but I've seen them for Connect. You know, they mm-hmm. they erected. Haha. <laughs> A huge billboard for Connect in Times Square, you know. They they had a huge launch party. They didn't have anything like that for Move, I don't think. You know, not that I've seen. I think they just had something like Sony style or something. Yeah, it was really low key. Major Nelson flew out to Times Square and all that stuff. So you know what I mean? They they really you know pulled the stops out for marketing Connect, and you know I I think that's where you know obviously some of it has to go to profit, but it's good that you know from Microsoft standpoints, they stand Microsoft stand. Microsoft's stand point that they were a lot of S's. that they were actually able to you know start off with something selling at a profit. I'm I'm assuming that they're selling it at a profit because I'm not taking how I don't know exactly how much money went into marketing, but you know that that's how it works. You know, a lot of that goes into marketing. Um, so you know, just based on the hardware alone, they're making ninety ninety four bucks mm-hmm. per unit. Now I don't know how much Nintendo was making. Per Wii sold, um, I don't know that it. Well, I don't know that it was that much because you factor you factor in the Wiimote technology, um, yeah. the Wii Sports discs that were going out. I don't know how much they wanted to factor in, um, but I do remember um, reading like a while ago that the Wii was like at X price point, and I was like, wow, like they are making hand over fist a lot of dollars on this, and I forgot what that figure was, but um, yeah, and that makes me wonder how much is Sony making off of each move, you know? And why do we care? Why is this relevant? Well, because if they're not making money off of it, they're not going to support it. Exactly. That's why I care about it. If anyone's wondering, so um, and 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 you know, between you, me, and the rest of our five listeners, um, like I, you know, it's I've pretty much said this before. I would rather have the move, and I'm more interested in seeing where move goes than connect. Because I was selling Pete last week. I was watching all that giant bomb quick lick stuff. And it's like, connect. I mean, Xbox, play disc. Xbox, play disc. <laughs> Xbox, play disc. Oh, that must have been specifically on the streaming. Because, yeah, I totally went and watched all the Quick Look videos they had up. And it was, they just specifically, the Quick Looks obviously are just focused on the game. So they like right. cut out all the ex, ex, uh, excess stuff. So I didn't no, see I'm any sorry, of you're right, you're right. For anybody wondering, it's the, it's just, well, no, if you look at the, uh, um, they were playing one game. No, you're. You, you, I think you're right then, because I, for some reason, I thought that they were doing something for Dance Central and they couldn't get it to work. But no, that's that was for something afterwards. Uh, no, that was for Dance Masters. That was right before Dance Masters, and they they must have cut it off because I only I didn't see that in Quick Look form. I only saw the streaming. So, but yeah, if anybody saw the Giant Bomb stream, like there there was a whole bunch of like voice recognition issues. They're like connect, uh, you know, start play disc. No, play disc. Um, it reminds me of the early days of uh, voice recognition in cell phones. Oh, the geez. old joke that Rob used to make. Uh, call crib. 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 <laughs> crib. Calling. Crib. 
And it's just like you spend like eight minutes trying to say group. And it's like word. it would have it taken a, a lot shorter time to just dial it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that prompted Gersman to say out loud, like, there is nothing wrong with buttons when he just got frustrated with it. He's like, there's nothing wrong with buttons. Um, and like, I see like the way that, and, and maybe this is due to interface design, you know, and, and, and I'll forgive them for that because as the platform matures, people get better at it. But things like, um, things like your shape, like to select an option, you have to hold your hand on the option for five seconds. Not, I'm exaggerating. You have to hold your hand oh, there until right, it okay. registers right, as a, as a selection, you know? You move your hand to it to say, I'm choosing this, and then you hold it there to say, select it, please. Whereas in something like Dance Central, you, you wave your arm up and down, like up and down a menu, and it highlights your entry, right? And when you want to choose it, you kind of slap the screen. And I'm like, why don't more people do that? You know, So you don't have to hold your hand there. It's really stupid. And I'm pantomiming again, as if people can see. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Quick, Wait. broadcast live on Justin TV. Us? It was a joke, because you said pantomime, because yeah, no one can see. Pantomime. Oh, I should. We did at some point, um, but uh, yeah, that ended up being interesting. Any, anyway, uh, we usually don't start off with news like that, so uh, that was really weird. Somehow we went from Pete buying Rock Band, I mean Pete buying harmonics, to uh, Connect. I could talk more about yeah. Connect, but if you want, we can wait till later and just go to, go to go back to what we're supposed to be doing. Talk? Did you did you play any, or is it just opining? Just opining, and yeah. You know what? We're on a roll. Go ahead. Well, yeah. <clears throat> change it up. Change that shit up. I mean, I was going to say, because, you know, I did watch those Giant Bomb Quick Look videos, and uh, obviously I didn't see a lot of the uh, the technical issues they were having with the uh, the interface and, uh, like, booting up games and things like that. But just the games themselves, while not all of them looked great, you know, uh, like, that, um, the fitness game is, like, you know, it's another Wii Fit type of game and things like that. And then there was the Connect Adventures, which, you know, they, they had the video of, uh, if anybody hasn't seen this, you gotta go to Giant Bomb and check out their, like, 10 second living statues video from Connect Adventures. Probably the funniest thing ever put on Giant Bomb. Um, but what, you know, like, Connect Adventures is, it's really just one of those, uh, tech, de- tech demo-y style games where it's like, well, we need to put something with this. And, uh, but then they were playing, uh, Connect Sports. And, like, watching them play that, I really wish that that had been the pack-in with Connect, because, uh, like, I did like Wii Sports and stuff, and, yeah, I, I, I mentioned, I've mentioned before how much I like virtual bowling games, um, and watching them do the, uh, virtual bow- bowling on Connect Sports, while it didn't seem as, like, it didn't seem like you could even get as much precision as you would have maybe Wii Sports, it just seemed, uh, like, I don't know, to me it seemed awesome that, like, you could just play this game without having any controller, you know, like, like they were just fucking acting like they were they were pantomiming bowling and it and it worked good enough so that seemed kind of cool uh the track and field style games looked hilarious and fun um and uh then the dance games obviously dance central and dance masters even though they seem to have preferred dance central and it seems like that seems to be a consensus is that a lot of people seem to prefer dance central maybe because of the uh visual quality or i don't know what it is but like dance master maybe it could be the music as well uh dance masters though the the japanese you know like uh it's actually konami right it's got to be because it's got ddr stuff in it um and yeah like so that's the thing is it's like it's basically the evolution of ddr uh where they and Austin, you mentioned last week about how it looked like kind of elite beat agents, yeah, and that looked a lot more fun to me than Dan Central. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, uh, our friend, uh, well, more your friend, I just kind of know her, uh, but uh, Frag Dog Midnight, um, oh, Megu, 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 yeah, Megu, 
uh, she was live streaming her and her friends playing the games and stuff. And so, like, uh, watching, you know, Jeff Gersman play and uh, then watching her play, like, I don't know, the the moves for Dance Central, like, they seem like if you want, you can get more into it, like, dancey style. Um, And there it seems like there's more of a game there to me. Um, Dance Central or Dance Masters? I'm sorry, Dance Masters. Sorry, Dance Masters. Yeah, look, I'm already confusing the names. Um, but yeah, with Dan Central, it's, I don't know, it just, it, obviously they, they couldn't show the harder levels on Giant Bomb because you have to, like, the way they have content locked away where you have to, like, play the, so- the same song twice just to unlock the harder level. Uh, you have to play it on easy to unlock medium, medium to unlock hard. It's like, you can't really see what the full, full range of difficulty or whatever is going to be. And, <laughs> uh, so I don't know, like, that game could be just as, just as challenging and fun as Dance Masters looked, but if I were to choose one of them, I would go with Dance Masters. Uh, I also, yeah, I was gonna say I love the DDR uh, style music. Um, I was a big DDR fan back in the day, kind of still am. Um, so, and the fact that there are some of those songs in there is awesome. Uh, but yeah, overall, I just there was some there was stuff from the Connect videos that I've seen that really makes me want it. Uh, it's not something I would be playing all the time. It's certainly not something that I want to replace, you know, conventional games. I mean, I, I, we'll probably be talking a little bit about Super Meat Boy today. I figure Al might be talking about it. And, you know, there's no way you're going to play a game. What? That's it. I wish. Oh, well, there's no way you're going to ever play a game like Super Meat Boy with something like a motion control. So, no, you know, no way. yeah, well, you, you, no you wind way. up like hurting yourself. <laughs> you're so pissed off every time you die. Like, you're fucking <laughs> Um. So yeah, like obviously it's not going to replace everything, and I wouldn't want it to, but it does look like a lot of fun, and you know it was completely off my radar until I watched those videos, and now I am really interested in it. Um, but again, the cost is super prohibitive to to just impulse buying. I'm not going to pay 150 dollars for it. Um, if I could get it for like if they end up rebundling it with sports for maybe $120 or less, I would buy it. Or if they, if I can get it at like a roughly half the cost, I would totally pick it up. Um, but yeah, like right now it's just, I don't see anything that makes it worth $150. Even child of Eden, when that comes out, like that game, I, I wouldn't play and stuff. Um, but I, that's a, a, not something I'm going to want to spend $150 for. So, uh, I think maybe, maybe Microsoft, you know, released it at this, exuberant price you know to go back to al's uh, original point about this costing you know like only 56 dollars to make or whatever so they have wiggle room to just you know drop the price drop, when they right. want to yeah right. um and still make quite a profit and I, I just to back up austin what you said about the weans like i have nothing wrong with the companies making profits and stuff like it's awesome if they want to you know you if they're hate able profiteering no no it's, <laughs> it's awesome if they want to re- if they can make something for cheap and release it at a at a price point that makes them a profit but still seems fair to the consumer like that's the thing is that like we two hundred dollars or what would it really say 250 250 yeah so even that it seemed fair to me as a consumer connect at 150 i just for me you know, that's not a fair you, proposition you know the funny thing was i actually didn't like that price point for we i i wanted it to be more like 200 i felt the 200 or 225 was more fair because of the fact that they were touting an experience that was supposed to be fun for everyone but you get one controller and you get like, no, you basically, like, basically my whole thing is that if I'm going to buy a console bundle, I want to be able to explore all its possibilities with what's in the bundle. And you couldn't explore all the possibilities. You had to get an extra Wii remote to do what they were saying that you could do. You had to get a class controller to, to take advantage of the virtual console thing. 
right? So either I would have liked them to at least pack in another Wii Remote Nunchuck combo or pack in a Classic Controller. They're basically, they, w- they were basically giving you part of their promised experience, and I don't think that's what a, a bundle should do. And so I thought that 250 was a little bit overpriced. And, and then me and one of my friends on GameSpot got into it over 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 blog comments. being like, no, yes, it is. No, but it is. <laughs> For me, it was like, even if you had to buy an extra, like, which I did when I bought the Wii on launch day, I bought an extra Wiimote and Nunchuck. And even then, like, I was just, I, I like, I compare stuff. So for me, you know, comparing it to the initial cost of the Xbox 360 when it launched, it was still roughly 100 bucks cheaper. And, you know, compared to the PS3 when that launched, and that's a major difference. So when compared to the other options, it seemed like having just paid, you know, like not just paid, but, you know, within what was it? We came out a year after 360? One year. Yeah. Yeah. So having just one year previously paid $400 for the 360, 250 was like, wow, awesome, great. Um, yeah, see, that's to... why. That's the thing. I waited to buy my 360 until I had, there was like an Overstock.com deal that like that lopped about 60 bucks off the price. That's the only way that I bought the 360. I was like, I'm not buying it for anything more than 360. <laughs> I mean, and that's kind of how I've gotten to now. Like, I mean, I don't know how I'd feel if new consoles were released, but like, definitely for like like the move the same way. If I sold the PS3, I wouldn't be buying the move right now because of the cost. Right. Uh, I've definitely gotten to the point where I don't need it on launch day, and I will wait for it to reach a price point where I want it to be at. I think I might have been okay with the 360, a little bit more okay with it when I bought it at a 360 price, was because, like, you know, you know they, they threw in, like, three months of Xbox Live, right? So that, to me, was just like, okay, they're letting you, like, going back to the whole, do you get the whole experience? Like, they're, they're giving you a taste of the whole experience included in the cost. Now, it doesn't last for a long time, but it's not like you're saying, yeah, we're touting Xbox Live, and, you know, if you pay $400 for this bundle, you get to pay $50 extra. No, they, they, threw, in, they threw in a little gimme. And you know what I mean? So it was kind of like, okay, I get to I, I get to see exactly what they're talking about all in one bundle. And, and, and I guess that's the only thing. And, and I, I think I take it back to the DS where it was like, where I, I think pack-in games hadn't been there for a long time. But, and Metroid Prime Hunters wasn't necessarily a pack-in game. It was more like a pack-in demo. But like they were giving you something to, to understand what the system was, system was all about. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, but back to Kinect. Did you watch it, like, go onto YouTube or, other, or, or like, even test it or something, or somewhere else, and see if you can find more footage of Dance Central on the harder difficulty levels, because it does look like it gets much more involved. I saw an IGN video where, like, they were dancing to a hip-hop song, and some of those, like, they were, they're like, real bona fide, genuine hip-hop steps where, like, you couldn't see what their feet were doing because they were moving that fast, and I'm like, I kind of want to learn how to do that, <laughs> you know? Um... But when I was watching the Dance Masters video, it looked more fun as a video game. It looked more fun, but it also looked like stuff. Like, there's only, like, I look stupid enough already just standing around. Um, there's, <laughs> o- there's only so much more stupid that I'm willing to look. And Dance Central is kind of like, kind of hits that mark because, like, you know, when I'm out with friends and, like, we do sometimes go to, go to bars and, like, people are dancing, I know that they said that it's more choreographed dancing is what you'd find in Dance Central and not what you'd actually do in a club. But that's still closer to what I'd do. Then, like the arm waving, like I'm a Japanese diva style in Dance Masters. <laughs> like if you just look at that stuff, it's just like I'm Ulala from Channel from from Space Channel yeah. Five, and it's like if I'm playing Space Channel Five or playing it on a DDR mat, okay. If you're asking me to move my arms around like that, uh, I I don't think so. Not so much. Um, and also like. Uh, 
I, I don't know, and this is my own neuroses, maybe my own fault, but I don't know if I could take that game seriously just because of the music. It's not that I dislike the music, because I like video game music, but it's just like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like That's Dan- not efficient music. It's not something that, like, with Dan Central, I'm like, all right, you know, this is this is a dancing game, and I am dancing to the music that I am familiar with, you know, per my country's pop culture, mm-hmm. versus I am playing, you know, another video game that's kind of silly that I would normally enjoy if I were playing it with a controller, but now that I have to wave my arms around like a superhero and pretend like I'm, <laughs> you know, wearing a blonde wig and, like, platform shoes, I don't think so. It's a completely superficial reason. You know, I'm sure that, like, if I actually decided to be open about it, like, have an open mind about it, like, I'd have a lot of fun with it, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'll i just take my slashing and swiping to, you know, Elite Beat Agents, because no one can see me do that. They just need to make an Elite Beat Agents for the Kinect, but obviously that can't happen. That, I mean, that's kind, that of, that's kind of what it is, I think. Or are you just saying, like, literally take the franchise and put it on Kinect? Like, literally take the franchise? I see. Yeah. Is Elite Beat Agents, is that owned by Nintendo? It's it's a Nintendo thing. Well, it's been ah, published fuck. by Nintendo, so... um. But like they'd certainly have to change it up to the point where it was like dance rushes because like what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna press the screen, not press the screen, but like point to the screen where the dots are. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna have to definitely change it up. No, it'd still be like I would imagine still being the same style moves, but just the insanity of you know the elite beat agents story and characters, which would probably oh, you mean like the comic panels and all that stuff? Yeah, it'd probably yeah. get you over the whole like I'm dancing with this you know ridiculous female. You know, caricature. Dance Masters Two. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, While well, on the subject, they should come out with a Phoenix Wright game so you can point at the screen and go objection. <laughs> yes, yes, I would love that. Um, I I don't know. I it's hard for me to say this based on stuff that I've watched. You know, I already went through last week saying that I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, limit my experiences to something like that. And like when when they come out with stuff, when they come out with more stuff that I can buy into, like a Dance Central. Or when they come out with stuff that you know combines the controller with the Kinect, then I'll look into buying it. Um, it's hard. I, I, in I kind of want to rescind what I say only because I haven't tried it yet, and that's really unfair of me to say. But I just have this nagging feeling that it's you know it's this, this isn't this isn't for me yet. You know, um, I'm gonna find some way to try it. You know, like you know, Meg was our friend, so and we're we're all gonna probably have a have a rock band three session at at Moe's house or something, and so she'll bring it over and we'll we'll get a shot at it, but you know, we'll Dan Central... do that next month. Yeah, Dan Central is really the only thing... Maybe we'll Justin TV it. Dan Central is really the only thing that looks interesting to me. Like, Connectimals, I don't give a shit. Like, I got... <sighs> I got tired of Nintendogs about, like, after two weeks of playing with the thing. Like, I was like, oh my god, this is great! And then after two weeks, I'm like, I really don't care anymore. Yeah. And and I sold it back. Like, I, I stopped paying attention to my dog. You know, like... I think like three months later, after I had stopped playing it altogether, I opened my DS. I'm like, let's see if I, you know, really still care about Nintendo Dogs. I opened it up and my dog was gone. <laughs> yeah, your dog said, "Fuck you." Yeah, so I'm just like, "Yeah, fuck you too." And I sold it back. You know, I erased it and I sold it back. You know, I, 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 I want to make a quick comment on that and, because, oh, yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I want to hear this. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, I had the same problem, you know, with Nintendo Dogs, like, where I started out really strong, played it, like, every day, and then I was like, you know, I moved on to something else, and uh, I left the game for a while, and I knew what would happen is that I would turn on and the dog would be gone. You know, they eventually do come back, uh, no matter how long you were away for, but 
during the whole time I was away, I knew I would open it up and the dog would be gone and I was feeling guilty about it. So I just never turned it back on because I felt guilty. And that made me realize I don't like games that make me feel guilty for not playing them. Um, same thing kind of happens with Animal Crossing and things like that, where it's like, you know, if devastation can happen while you're away, like, then I feel guilty for wanting to play other games. And then I never just never go back to the game where I'm going to have to deal with all this shit for having been away. Uh, so yeah. I don't know how Connectimals actually handles that if they do put it on pause or if like if you're at your pet will get mad that you're gone for an extended period of time, you know, like fucking Fuck you, pet. Apparently, like I got okay, a real pet to take care of. This is a quick anecdote, but uh, we fit. Um, Des got that a while ago, and she was using it every so often. I used it once, like the day she got it. And ever since then, every time she goes, the stupid thing goes, hey, where's Pete? We haven't seen him in a while. And she tells me, and I'm like, fuck you, game. Haha. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I mean, it's not only that, but it's also, like, I was watching, um, did I tell you this when I was when I was talking about the Kinect thing? Like, I was watching Ryan Davis play some mini games with Kinectimals, and, like, he was basically trying to throw rocks at statues to knock them over. I don't remember you telling me that, but I did see it. Okay, so, so you know what I'm talking about. But, Al, yeah. so basically, like, he had to throw rocks, but since Connect, there's nothing to hold. Right. Like, he was pantomiming, and so he couldn't aim it. And it, 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 like he was, like he said out loud at some point, like this is the worst control ever. Yeah, he looked like he kind of got like the hang of where he should be, but it still looked like just ghetto. Like he was still just kind of, you know, he did not look happy at all. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, you know, and and then like his his tiger would get it, Modoc would get in the way. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, Modoc, no, Modoc, why are you standing in front of the thing that I'm trying to hit? You know, stuff like that. And then, like, there's Connect Adventures, and, and, and none of that stuff interests me. Sonic Free Riders, Connect Adventures. I oh guess God, Connect... Sonic Free Riders looked awful. Oh my God. There's this whole article on Kotaku about how, like, how for some people it was working, and then for other people it just wasn't working, period. And so Brian Crescente goes out, and, you know, credit to him for actually doing, like, going, like, I reviewed it poorly, but I'm going to do some more due diligence and do some research on it because maybe there's a greater issue at at hand. So credit to him for doing that. Like he started asking his peers, like, "How much do you weigh? How tall are you? What is your experience with this?" Because maybe it's endemic of, you know, how the camera is seeing you. But that in and of itself shouldn't happen. Sure. And, and when you have something like Move or, or or the Wii Remote, where like something is tied to something that's tangible, like that is is less likely to happen. You know, right, because game it shouldn't be a your mileage may vary type of thing, right? And so like, I, th I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, in terms of control of basic gameplay, it should be able to play the same for everyone, and the only difference is skill, right? But when you have a game that the barrier to entry is the fact that the hardware detects people differently because of the very nature of their bodies, it's yeah. kind of uh, it's not backwards, but just it's difficult. Yeah, it's it's getting more and more. It's like okay, so with the Wii Remote, it's like all right. I know you're hesitant to play first-person shooters because your arm gets tired, but it's also like if you got used to it, or if you if you managed to somehow adjust your sitting, you could do it. It's not like you're too fat to play a first-person shooter, exactly, or too tall to play a first-person shooter. You know what I mean? And, and it's it's too close to the TV because your room is not big enough to play a first person shooter. Yeah, it, you know it's it's one of those points where it's like, and maybe this is reading too much into it, but it's like 
You know, handicapped people are already excluded from playing games. That's bad. That's sad enough. That sucks for them. You know, they should be able to play games, but unless they get, like, a Ben Heck mod, they can't. Um, and then, like, as games start becoming more and more color-based, you know, like puzzle games, colorblind people are getting excluded. And, 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 they, and then, you know, 3D gaming, like, I have astigmatism. I have. I don't want to put on 3D glasses. I'm going to get excluded. And now taller, fat people are going to get excluded. So thanks, Sonic Free Riders. And this is this is me railing against Sonic Free Riders, not against Connect, by the way. Um, okay. But no, I, I, I definitely do want to try it before I actually, like, say, because, like, until that point, all I'm doing is, you know, prognosticating or just, you know, theorizing. And, and, and that's kind of unfair. So I, I'm going to hold off on the judgment for now. Uh, I said what I said last week. It still holds based on what I saw. But, I, you know, I, I do give credit to Microsoft for being like, you know what? We're not just going to take the Wiimote and make it better. We're going to go in a totally different direction. And I do think they deserve a lot of credit for that. Um, because, like, even even though I like the move idea personally more, you know, they, they basically just were like, Holy fuck! We need a Wii remote. Yeah. Put put a glowing ball on top of it. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it, it, at least you know Microsoft is. I would say I would say Microsoft <coughs> might be ahead of their time on this one because right now it doesn't look like it's all that ready. Maybe through some software patches. Maybe through some better technology that gets cheaper as time goes. Kind of like Wii Motion Plus. Wii Motion Plus is what the Wii remote should have been at that point in time, but it wasn't cheap enough to do it at that point in time. That's why Nintendo didn't make a Wii Motion Plus. Uh, one-to-one type thing. And now that it's out, people are just like, ha, we don't give a shit, we're going to play Connect." So, um, I don't know. The problem with Connect, though, in that regards is that I can't imagine it being in any way expandable. You'd have to just replace it, which would not be in any way a good solution if they were oh, to come I, up I with new technology. I don't think, yeah, I don't think either case is, is a good solution. I mean, like, the only... Well, I mean, honestly, like, that's where you get into the trap of, like, a better Connect, you have to replace it, and Maybe that's the better way to go, but that requires an entirely new platform launch to do so. Um, which is not to say that you know it won't be backwards compatible, but like the like the GBA to the DS, you know, it was backwards compatible, but it was still a an entirely new platform launch, right? So that is that is difficult on the manufacturer's part, but if they can get it right, it's good. Whereas if they had to add on to it, like the Wii Motion Plus, you get into the whole thing of now we're dividing our user base, now we're doing this, now we're doing that, or is, is this going to be supported? You know what I mean? It, the difference there is that in starting a whole new pl- platform launch, you're wiping the slate clean and you're forcing people to move forward to a new standard um, in a certain way where, where backwards compatibility is obviously like letting giving you somewhat of a break. Whereas with something like the Wii Motion Plus, it's not moving to a new platform, so you're not forcing new users to move on. But because you're not forcing new users to move on, you don't know what the support is going to be like. And because you don't know what the support is going to be like, users might be finicky to actually get into it, and so it becomes a chicken-egg kind of cycle, you know? Yeah. So I, I actually think that in Connect's case, you know, if they wanted to improve, they're in a bad spot because they can't do it in two years. But at the very least, they could be like, you know what, we're going to totally revamp this, and it's totally better now. Is, you know, is, it, is that going to pan out? Oh, you know? <laughs> Maybe, maybe in its current state, it's good enough. Much like w- with people and like Wii Sports and Wii Fit, like the the majority of people who use it probably don't care. You know, Wii Motion Plus. I would use it for Red Steel too. I would, I do use it for Tiger Woods Golf. I would use it for the Conduit too, which I'll talk about in a second, or at least the Conduit. But like, I am not the majority of the Wii user base. I don't have a Wii Balance board. I don't, you know, I don't have EA Fit 
or whatever they call it. I don't have Just Dance, and I never will have Just Dance because that, you know, it's not Dance Masters. Um, although I don't know, maybe Just Dance is better. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a new age that we have now. Um, and it's further. And this is actually like I realize as I'm about to say this that this might be sounding like a jab at you. I don't, it totally isn't. But like. It just made me realize that the whole one console future is nowhere in sight. Whether or not it's a good idea, like the way that these guys are going at it, ooh, it doesn't seem to be yeah. happening. You know, personally, I would just like to pump everything out of my PC and then you know have a Wii sensor bar and then have a Kinect camera and then have like a. Well, no, no, we should just all have like one webcam and have them all vie for the position, but that's not going to happen. And like, I don't know, I'm babbling. Al, you've been gone for two weeks. What have you been playing? Wait, uh, sorry, Pete, go ahead. I was gonna say, did Edu's question that he wanted directed at Al was he the one who asked about the what connect what would make you buy connect? Uh that was Ben. That was oh, okay. Uh, Edu's question was about um, games that force you into control gimmick when there are better options. But uh, we will get to that after we ask Al what he's been playing for the past seven weeks that he hasn't been on. Uh, Hotel Dusk. I just finished it this morning. Oh, you saw? Oh, you finished it. What do yeah. you think? I only got good at the end because like. Everything was just kind of piecemeal, like, get a little bit here, you get a little bit there, you don't understand yeah. how everything kind of works together until the final half hour of the game. And then it's like, wow, this is exciting, I just want to keep playing. Right, yeah, it got that way. Pete, did you ever <clears throat> play it when you had a DS? No, I always wanted to, but I don't know, it, I didn't want to pay full price for it, and it was a hard game to find used, so, like, I never really ended up playing it. I think I ended up getting it for like twenty bucks because it was part of that. It ended up being part of that, like my touch generations thing. Did it? I could I'm be wrong. It's a my touch generations but, game. Okay, I wonder so if yeah. that was after I got rid of my so I just never noticed that. Ah, uh, right. Um. So yeah, uh, I think you've talked at we've both talked at length about it in the past. I mean, um, I there was so much potential in that in that and other Sing adventure games. Sing being the developer, uh, for those out there who don't know. But I think the things that you were talking about and that I had problems with, like, they need to get rid of that. Yeah, they do. And it's also something like, regarding the problem that we had, the problem specifically was just that the game is linear in such a way that there are things that have to be done, but you can't do them in advance if you already know what the solution to whatever problem is. Right. You have to go through most of the, the, the grudge work having the character realize, oh, I need to do such and such, and um, then then wind up doing it, as opposed to going, well, you know, I'm a smart person, and this is broken, and you need to do this to fix it, let me fix it. Right. But you, then... You can't, you can't be proactive, and, you know, uh, for anyone out there, we're not advocating, like, oh, you should play through the game with a game fact and know what you need to do. No, we're saying that it should give you the opportunity to be proactive, which is what a lot of other adventure games did at, at you know, Prior yeah. to this, uh, space quests, things like there's, that. There's um, there's a situation specifically that I can actually bring up. I mean, granted, it's near the end of the game, but uh, there's a situation where you have to do something. I'm going to be very vague about it, but you have to put something on an object in order to get that object to interact with something else. But you can't just like say you do this and then you have to restart for whatever reason. Now you're like, okay, well, I already know that I have to put piece A onto piece B so that it can work with piece C. Uh, you go back to the situation, 
and you find out, oh, well, in order to put piece A with piece B, I have to actually know that piece A works with piece B in or, the game. It, right, the character has to realize it. The character has to Not know. the player. And um, it, it kind of got in the way because it was like a, a kind of a time-sensitive event. And I was like, okay, well, I have to do such and such and such in as quickly or as, as few moves as possible so that I can survive and move on to the next part. And it was kind of annoying. But at the same time, I found myself finishing the game with a lot of items that were unused. I'm trying to figure out why, but I'm guessing that there are multiple ways to solve certain puzzles, and I just chose one of them. Right. Uh, you know, the, the, thinking about... Um, and I'm, my mouth is turning away from the mic because I'm stupid. But thinking about like review scores and everything, that this game caused a huge controversy when EGM reviewed it because Michael Donahoe gave it a 10. Wow. And his reasoning was, you just don't get this type of game that's, that's done in this style that, that tells a story in the way it does and that kind of like lets you enter. You know how like, it gives you that little 3D view of every object that you look at? Like You can slide the stylus around to like, see different angles of wherever you're standing, um, mm-hmm. which is, is admittedly cool. Um, his, his justification, was like, again, was like, hey, you need to look at this. Like This is a game that you need to look at. Um, and never mind that the fact that the game is nowhere near, like, the superficial argument is that it's nowhere near a 10. Right. And the deeper argument is, and I don't know why I decided to launch off into this, but it's because that's what I think about when I think about Hotel Dusk, is that whole weirdness of the review scores. Like, that's not what a review score is for. And, like, I found it hard to trust his reviews from then on. Mm. Because it's like... that is what a discussion, a critique, uh, an in-depth, you know, analysis of a game is for. That is why you have the text. Um, that is not what you sit there and you go, "This is," you know, and, and it's important because, like, you know, whether or not review scores are important. We, I, you remember, we went through a phase of the site where we were like, "Fuck scores," you know, whatever. Yeah. That's exactly why I said "fuck scores" because people misuse them, and he, that was a prime example of what was what was misusing. There, there, he's he messed up something that. He and other people who who abuse review scores messed up something that I think is very that that is important for people to to know. Like, yes, it's a unique game, and yes, like you don't see that a lot, and yes, it should be paid attention to. But if ultimately the person doesn't like it, then you've lied to them, True. and that's not what you that's not what you're there for, you know. If and if the person can't be bothered enough to read the review to understand why the game is special, then the person's not going to understand why the game is special in the first place. Like, if you're not into this hobby, if you're not into this medium as much as as much as much you need to be in order to care about reading a review, then you're not going to understand what Michael Donahoe is trying to tell you anyway with such an exorbitant score. So it doesn't matter. Maybe that's maybe that's a pessimistic and cynical view, but, like, I don't know. And, and, that, that and there, there's just so many things about um, that game... In, inside of the game and outside of the game that were just like, like I wrote an, a little editorial on the site before about like, like that's what I, like in, instead of saying I give this game a five boxes out of five I wrote an editorial being like, being like this game is something that rarely comes along um, and it's probably not helped along by the fact that the box art is terrible, it's just a picture of him and then the logo <laughs> but you should, yeah. you should look into it, it might not be your cup of tea, but you know, at least give it a shot. Like, these games don't come out very often. Support it. That's what, you know, that's how I did it. And, you know, of the two people that read the site, you know, me being one and you being the other, you read it, and so you bought the game. So there you go. And then now in 2010, I finally played the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what else have you been playing? 
Um, some Final Fantasy fourteen, very little bit. It, my computer is uh, in the process of being upgraded, and so I'm kind of playing some PC games to kind of get an idea of what they're running like now. And uh, my first upgrade was uh, an LED monitor, uh, LCD LED backlight, Itch! and <laughs> it's a twenty-one and a half, well, twenty-two inch widescreen, twenty-one and a half inch diagonal. Uh, so itchy. So now I'm playing games in 1080p. So scratchy, itchy. <laughs> and playing games in 1080p is awesome. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and now mind you, this is just the same computer with just 1080p graphics. So like, I'm kind of. <laughs> awesome. Black Friday is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't want to get anything. Like I got this. Newegg is having a Black November. And oh, yeah? all November, they're having, like, sales all over the place. So, one of the days of Black November, they have, like, they have a Black November sale every day. Different type of deal, like, 10% off this, free shipping on that, or whatever. One of the days, it was 10% off LG monitors, and that's how I got this. Ah. Uh. And also bought a new motherboard with it, but uh, I'm waiting for the other parts to come in. Uh, I bought some memory, uh, 8 gigs of uh, DDR3, and... I need to get... 8 gigs? A new hard drive. Yeah, 8 gigs. Are you going to get 64-bit 7? Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I need a hard drive, um, a, a SATA 6 hard drive, because I want to take advantage of sets, uh, SATA 6. And... Uh, You're going all out. Yeah. Is this... It, yeah, now, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but is this falling within your normal cycle, or is it because of the fact that your video card busted, and then you upgraded, and you're like, you know what, I might as well just go for it. It's a two-part thing. It's the video card issue, and right after that, playing Final Fantasy XIV, and being like, dude, if this is the future of gaming, I need to be ready for it. Like, in terms of graphics. Because, yeah, granted, I still can't really play Crisis at a, a ultra-smooth frame rate, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Um, everything else is, like, butter. Right. Call of Duty, which is old. Well, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, it runs like butter. Um, uh, I haven't played Left 4 Dead yet, or Left 4 Dead 2, but those are... Those are going to be... Those are going to be... Those are going to run beautifully. Right, and they've already run beautifully in 1280 by 1024. And now imagine to see them running in 1920 by 1080. Crazy. What else did I play? Shoot. Wait, let me open up, because I know that it would be in my list. And I will explain to everybody why I am groaning and saying itch. In a second, um, after after Alan Peter Duck. I played some Borderlands. Borderlands was kind of running at like 30-ish. So that, I, I don't know if it runs any faster than 30, to tell you the truth. Right. Um, I, oh, I bought Supreme Commander 2 after playing the demo, because the the demo really kind of hooked me in, and it was on sale. Well, $5. Oh, yeah, it was $5. That, that was after you told that's me. That's why I bought it. I was, like, I was like, is this a good game? It's $5. I've heard the first one's a good game. I will buy it. And you're like, I hate this. I, I hate Total Annihilation. And then you played yeah, it. And I'm then like, you played you know, it and you're Total like, Annihilation was such a piece of shit to me. Then you, play, then you played Super Game Commander 2's demo and you're like, I like it. I'll buy it. Let's play. And I'm like, I can't. My computer's dead. Yeah. I'll go into that later. Um, I don't think I've played anything else. Like, I haven't had the time to play anything lately. And like I have, I wanted to play like Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two, just to see what it looks like. Um, I know Supreme Commander Two is it's it's a good, it runs well. 
because it ran well on the twelve eighty one seven twenty four. I played Crisis. <laughs> so now I get to talk about Crisis. Uh, first off, oh oh, I'm like in Crisis in ten eighty p. Yeah, Crisis in ten eighty p is is ridiculous. I I'm, I can't even like. Is it a slideshow? No, it's not. Really, actually. it's um with everything on because I just wanted to like you know go balls out on it. So I put it on ten eighty p. Uh, very high settings and I think four XAA. Now, mind you, very high settings with the shaders on high. It puts on HDR. Oh God, and that's just it. It looks beautiful, but it runs like eight frames per second. And I was, and I'm at a part where there's a lot of buildings, a lot of trees, some vehicles, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff to process when I'm inside. Because the save point was like inside of one of those mobile trailers. And it ran at like 20. But then I turned around and looked outside. <laughs> and the HDR kicked in. <laughs> it was like 8. Okay, you know what? The, and, it, the itch is gone. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. I said oh, the, the itch, itch is, is gone, gone. Yeah. yeah. But then I scaled it down to medium. And I was playing the game. That's not how you play Crisis. Not on medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now when I upgrade the computer, I'm probably going to be able to play on probably high. I probably still can't play on very high. Maximum again, armor. You never know. We will find out. Uh, Maximum armor. I, uh, like I said, I'm like an hour into the game. I'm still surprised at that. That I thought I had played the game for quite a bit, but I'm at the point where uh, the archaeologist like finds the the fossil and he activates it and everything freezes. Mm, okay. And then and, and then you have to, then I save there. Did you have to use night vision goggles yet? No. Okay. Uh, what was funny? It's about it's around. That. I'm not. It's not a gameplay spoiler. I'm just trying to mark exactly where you are in relation to me. That it's oh. it's around that point. Yeah. I, I I guess it's an hour. I guess I don't know. Like you said. Yeah. Well, my game time is like an hour and fifteen. Minutes. Where do you find the game time? I haven't. Um, it's on the save file. Okay. Right under the picture. Now. Oh, see, I thought I thought that was the timestamp. No, there's a, another like there's a timestamp, but then there's another thing that has like your total play time. Oh, okay. Um, I think I spent like an hour and a half, maybe, or maybe an hour actually just playing that level because I kept dying. And my save, I, I, I was, I wanted to stop playing because I just wanted to see what it was like. And then I kind of got hooked into playing. You can't stop playing Crisis. Yeah, once you actually like start playing Crisis and, and get into like some firefights and trying to figure out creative ways to get rid of your opposition, then it becomes an addiction. But what was messed up about it was that the autosave was in the middle of a fire firefight. So I'm like, I don't want to oh. put this away and then come back later and, and be like, oh, yeah. snap, I gotta fight and then not want to play or something. If you're in the middle of a firefight, you don't want to sleep on it. If you're in a puzzle, you want to sleep on it, maybe, but middle of a firefight, no. Because yeah. then you, so, you forget, you load it up, and you're like, oh, shit, and you're dead. Yeah. So what happened with me was uh, every time I died, for whatever reason, it would uh, load me back. And then I would have to immediately cloak and then run up a hill and then uncloak, put on maximum strength, jump over this big, like, mass of rubble, and then turn back on the stealth, run to some hiding place, kneel down, and uh, change to the shotgun. It's the same thing every single time because there were, like, five people on the outside of the, um, the base, the outside of the excavation site, trying to get to me. And when I jumped over the rock, I, I guess maybe they ran around or they just gave up and walked back on their path. But then there's all these people inside the base. So what I had to do is run inside one of the trailers that had all 
there was one trailer that had like all the weapons and ammunition. So I would go in there every time and just restock and just restock on everything, <laughs> and then throw something outside, get their attention, and they would all come running to the trailer. But the AI pathing is so broken that they would get stuck on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, some of the people would actually walk in front of the door trying to come in, and I would just stand there with the, the shotgun and blast them as soon as they walked up to the door. Uh, but then after that, I had to kind of step outside because there's all these arrows pointing toward me, and they all can't see me, but they all think that I'm there. Right. So they're, like, looking. And, and... Yeah, so I would come outside, and there would be, like, three people just, like, walking into the wall. <laughs> and I would shoot them all once with the shotgun. They'd all go down and then run back inside. And then more people would come and just rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. But then hey, I would what come he out. Go? Come out, Kawa. <laughs> I gotta kill you. I gotta uh, kill you. Then I would come out and there's these, these snipers on um on the towers. And they would usually get me. I'm like, damn it. So I have to go. And I would forget to save. So I would oh. right back into that firefight. firefight and then I have to cloak, run up the hill, decloak, put on strength, jump over the rock, cloak, find a hiding place, let everything come back. Uh, cloak again because my cloak, the energy would be out by then, and then run into the trailer, get everything, and um, then shoot all the people. And then I'm like, okay, last time I did it, I'm like, okay, I gotta save. This would be a nice place to save, so I save. And I stepped outside, and there's a sniper. He tried to kill me, and I ran around and killed him. And I said, okay, this would be a nice place to save. And then there was another one, and I killed him. <laughs> said the same thing, and then there was a third one. And this is why console. So this is why consoles need an F5 key. For real, um, but they don't. And then I fooled around with the, the precision uh, rifle, and I shot somebody from, like, it had to have been a good 500 feet away. <laughs> and, and then it alerted, like, four more people to my location, because the gun made such a large, a loud sound, mm-hmm. and I had to run around and, and kill them. And after I killed them, then I saved again and went inside, and um, uh, I punched somebody in the face because they, <laughs> they didn't see me. I'm standing there cloaked with my fists out, and the dude is like running with his gun, like, "Oh, I'm going to get you! I'm going to get and you!" And he ran right into you. It ran right into me. It actually ran right into my fist. And um, <laughs> <laughs> then after that, I uh, I went to the room and went through the cutscene and saved after everything froze. But that was really good. The the the, the, the re- it re- froze re- in the story. Your computer didn't freeze. Just to make that clear for yeah, people the, the, who are like everything like yeah. froze like liquid nitrogen. Okay, just making froze. sure that people yeah. understand that before they go. Pizza gave me yikes. Um, yeah, no, no, that's not a. Computer I, I I gotta I gotta piggyback off your crisis thing. Are you done with the crisis? Yeah. So yeah, I'm done with the crisis. <laughs> so yesterday, you know, I I I'd, con- I'd completely intended to play Crisis for the past like week and a half after I was talking about it with Pete, um, or talking about it with you guys before. And I didn't get to for a whole slew of reasons that I'll get into later after Pete talks about what he's been playing. Um, and it, it, you know, I, I've been on a work schedule where my shift is from three to eleven, so I usually get to bed at around like three or four in the morning, and I get up at you know eleven o'clock noon or something. And I was like, okay, well, I have to get up. This is this fits my normal sleep pattern. I have to get up for the podcast at eleven thirty. Uh, I will, you know, it's it's you know three thirty now. I'll um. I'll tinker with some settings and I'll pop in crisis for about 15 minutes. I looked at the clock. It was, it was 3:55 in the morning. I was like, all right, 15 minutes in, 15 minutes in, I'll get to bed at 4:10. I'll wake up at 11:30, and that's that's seven hours. That's exactly what I need. Played a little bit. Looked at the clock again. It was 5:26. I was like, oh, maybe I should go to bed now. But what the, the reason why I and if if you don't want have any uh, gameplay spoilers. 
Al, just let me know. Um, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't mind it, I guess, because I really kind of I need to focus on playing this game because I really want to play Warhead and playing Crisis kind of makes me think about playing Bioshock and uh, <laughs> I, I really want to see what Bioshock looks like in 1080p. Yeah! <laughs> uh, I was um I was doing the same thing as you were like you do a lot of the whole run jump over wall go invisible all that type of stuff and I got into this one compound I had to like get a get like some computer terminal or some shit. A tank saw me jump over the wall and go into that <laughs> building and so while, I, while I'm sneaking around the building I hear, I'm like, what the fuck is that? The tank was shooting at the building, at the side of the wall, nice. just to try to get me. And of course it wasn't getting me because I was inside this building, and all these soldiers are inside the building trying to get at me because I'm invisible and they can't see me. So like, as I'm gunning down these soldiers, the tank is still shooting at the side of the building. So like, this fucking tank is annoying. So I, I kill them all. Like, I got seven of them in a row. And the tank kind of goes away for a little bit. And I come across this cache of weapons with, like, incendiary missiles and, like, shotgun ammo and C4 explosives. By the way, the side, side note, have you noticed that the C4 in this game is broken? Uh, no, I haven't used it yet. So just a word of warning, when you pick up C4 explosives and you lay them down, like, unless I'm doing something wrong, let's say you pick up three explosives, right? When you press the fire button, you throw one down on the ground, and you load up another one. But there's no way to get to your detonator until you've thrown all of them on the ground. What? Now, I could be doing this... Not even by changing grenade? Maybe it's the change grenade button. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. But in my experience, like, I've had trouble... I have weird trouble with weapon switching. Like, when I had the inst when I had the mines loaded up, for some reason, I couldn't switch to my missile launcher. And then ten minutes later, I had the same scenario, and I was able to do it. So I don't know what's going on. It's a really buggy game, anyway. So I don't, I honestly don't know. Yeah. But I, there was a bug about um, grenades in general. I don't know if you've encountered it, where your grenades go up to like sixteen thousand. I would, <laughs> I would like that bug. Yeah, except for the fact that you actually don't have sixteen thousand grenades, and you can't change weapon or throw grenades. Oh, that's shit. Oh, I haven't yeah, seen that bug. I've not seen that bug. But in order to get at, I was trying to figure out what the hell was happening, and then I looked online, and it seems like it's just a bug in the game. In order to uh, solve the issue, you have to just change your grenade. And then when it shows a regular number, uh, like your the amount of grenades you really have, then everything else works. It right. just happens occasionally. But... Well, I'll see what happens with that. But so, this tank is roaming around, and I'm like, alright, fuck it. <clears throat> Let me uh, use my missile to destroy it, because there's there are more, I think there is more incendiary ammo in the building. <laughs> and so, like, I see the tank on my radar, like, a little bit, you know, down the road, and it's, it's basically making the rounds. Because, like, all the soldiers are dead, so they can't radio in for support, so the tank's no longer shooting my building. And so it comes around the road, and I'm like, alright, I'm invisible, let me shoot it. I'm too close to the tank, and I kill myself. <laughs> so I load it up again, and I'm like, let me shoot it from a distance. But the but for some reason, like, one missile didn't kill it that time. Like, one missile killed it when I killed myself, but the second time it didn't, probably because I wasn't close. And so I'm like, I don't want to keep wasting my missiles, even though there's ammo right there. Let me load it up again and try it again. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. What if I plant one of these C4 things on the thing? And so the tank comes around, and I'm invisible, and I'm following the tank around on foot. And I'm like, I'm frantically trying to like throw the C4 thing onto the tank. But the, the reality of the tank is that even though it looks big and clumsy and moves slow, it still moves faster than your walking speed. 
And so then yep. I'm running around trying to follow this tank that's like going back and forth, and I'm trying to inter- intersect it or cut it off at the pass, and it's too fast for me. And eventually, like, I become uninvisible and it rolls over me and I die. Because so like, it sees me because my shield runs out. I was like, fuck. So finally, I'm like, all right. And this is, you know, this is where it gets to the whole, like, you can't put Crisis down because there's so many different things to try. Um, finally, I was like, all right, I know what path it's going to take. So let me shoot, like, seven oil, seven flammable oil drums and make it explode so, it, so it'll think that I'm there. And I'm just going to throw all the C4 down on the road and then hide in a bush somewhere. And so, sure enough, the tank comes rolling around going, where is this asshole? I'm going to shoot it with, you know, my cannon. And, like, it rolls over all three of my C4 things, and I hit the button right there, and it just goes up in pieces. And, like, oh, as I'm cheering, like, mentally, like, I'm walking around, like, all these pieces of tank are still, like, falling down to the ground. And I'm just like, I, I really wish that, like, you could do go into a replay mode and, like, see it from a third-person perspective and just see everything just fall around you. And that yeah, that, would be cool. that kind of set my like my video game boner off, and so like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing more Crisis. And so I kept on playing more and more and more, <clears throat> and I come up, like eventually like I get to the end of that chapter and I get to a new cutscene and a new chapter. And here's where the gameplay spoiler kind of comes in. Um, so if you want to cover your ears, do so now. Can't. Sorry. No problem. D- uh, you can. I can. You can keep an eye on the Skype window, and I can tell you when I'm done. No, that's okay. Okay, so there are dudes with miniguns wearing your suit. Nice. And so, like... I'm just kidding. kidding. You you didn't even play the fucking game. Fuck you. (laughs) Wait wait till you get a machine that can play it. Um, But so I'm I'm running around the base, and, like, all of a sudden I hear, like... I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I turn around, and this guy is marching slowly towards me with his minigun. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. And so, like... He's reloading, and I run up to him, and I blast him in the face with a shotgun, and it, and he kind of flinches. And I'm like, why is he flinching? Wait a second, where's his face? Wait a second, where's his uniform? Why does he look? Why does he look like he's wearing chainmail? Holy shit, he's wearing some type of super suit, and I didn't realize it was a suit that you're wearing. And I'll get to this in a second. So like, I, I shoot him three more times in the face with a shotgun, and then he goes down. I'm like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. And then I I pick <laughs> in the face with the shotgun. Yeah. And then I pick up. Yeah, I, it took it like two to three shots. Then I keep, pick up the chain gun and I'm like, I'll roll the streets. I have a chain. I have a mini gun. And it you like you're, you're marching really slow with it, and it takes like a time to wind up. But as soon as you start firing on people, they just go down like trees. Um, nice. Then I started getting shot from behind, and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? And I'm looking around, and he's on my radar, but I don't see him. So it's like, Mm-mm. like you know, like sometimes they're they're above you or below you. So I'm like frantically looking for him, and I'm like, shit, I I can't tell. Let me go invisible. Let me hide behind this rock. And so I'm like, all right, I'm hiding behind this rock. Let me let my shield recharge. Now I'm gonna go invisible. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna use my sniper rifle and find this guy. And like I look, I'm looking direct directly at him, and I'm looking up. He's not in any elevated platform, and I'm on the ground levels. So he can't be below me. So I look really carefully, and I see like blue streaks of electricity. I'm like, holy shit, that's my suit because he's invisible. <laughs> and he's waiting for me. Um, and so, like, I, I have my, I have my F, what is it called? F, F7, y, the FY71 or something? You know that, yeah. that machine gun that's silenced with a scope? And so I, yeah. you know, I put it in, um, I put it in single bullet mode so that I don't have the recoil and I aim at his head and I shoot him, you know, thinking that he's, he's invisible so his armor is going to be at zero. So I shoot him and he kind of staggers back. And then looks at me with his big ass chain gun, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Because like now my armor's run out, and so I I just run and I run away from it. And then I finally come back, and I'm like, "All right, I know how to take this guy down. How would I take me down?" And so I just go, I, I become invisible. I go up behind behind him, and I you know I take the, the shotgun, and um, 
I do it to him again, and I and I down him. And then there's one more in an elevated platform, and I mistakenly dropped the shotgun for the silenced, uh, not the, the high precision rifle, the one that you were talking about. Yeah. I shoot him in the head, and he does the same thing where he just flinches. And then he marches <laughs> towards me like the Terminator. What? He marches towards me like the Terminator with this chain gun. Like, like the way he's holding it, and just the way he's marching slowly at me just reminds me of Terminator 2. And he's just marching at me, <laughs> just shooting at me, and I'm frantically shooting at him with his precision rifle. Like, I, it takes seven shots to even, like, stop him, and then he kills me. So I have to reload the save, and I try it again. This time, I, like, I throw a smoke grenade. Um, I, I, I hit him with a, with a, a shot to get him out of invisibility, like, to reduce his armor, and then I have to reload and I have to run, and I'm, I'm like, taking pot shots at him, and it takes, like, eight shots, seven to eight shots from that precision rifle to down him. And it's like, you know, a, a high precision rifle, you know, you, normally that tears through shit. Yep. But, I, like, at, from that point on, I was like, okay, these guys have a nano suit. I'm in trouble. Um, and then, like, I eventually get past that part, and I go down to, to rescue some hostages in some mine somewhere. And these tanks are shooting me, and, like, uh, you know, they, they, that, that becomes the addictive point of, like, tanks and helicopters are really fun to kill with the missile. And, oh, yeah. and then that gets my drilling going even more. And so I, I end up in these trenches somewhere, and I see all these red dots looking at me. Ha, ah, stupid soldiers. I'm going to kill them. No, not all of them were soldiers. There were about four dudes in the nanosuits coming after me. And at that point, they killed me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. That's when it was 526 in the morning. I'm like, I can't take four of me on at the same time. I don't think I'll ever pass this point. I'm going to go to sleep. Um, that was Crisis. I'm going to try it again after this cast. See if I can do it. <laughs> um, so that was my tangent. Totally ruining your what you've been playing. What else have you been playing? Nothing. Pete, what have you been playing? Nothing. I mean, you know, NaNoWriMo. Woo! And uh, no more keys. Uh, what's that? No more keys on Rock Band. No, I haven't gotten a chance to play Rock Band since like before. I, I think the last time I played Rock Band was before I started doing Nano Remo stuff. Shit. Um. So uh, the only thing I really played uh was some more Super Meat Boy. Um, which you know, still the same, still fucking hard. <laughs> I uh, I randomly went and watched the Giant Bomb quick look of that just because I was like. I don't know, eating, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just watch it, because it's probably hilarious. Oh, and it, it is was, hilarious. Yeah, it was like 40, what is it, like 45 minutes of Brad fucking doing the same level over, over and over. Over and, and over and over. And he's like, are you serious? Um, are you serious? Come on. I'm glad I actually watched that, because I didn't know about that weird level that he encountered, Um, which look, it, it looks like a boot ROM hack style Right, level. right, right. The, um, the, the nest cart freezing. Yeah, so like I was able to get that in the first and second world, and uh, they also show how to get the uh, unlockable character Jill in the game. And uh, for the longest time, I was like, whenever someone mentioned that there's this character Jill in the game, I was thinking like Jill from Resident Evil. I was like, that's pretty hot that she's in there. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's what I thought of when you said it just now. I was yeah. thinking about. I-, I was thinking of Jill from Jill of the Jungle, which is this weird like two D platformer that came out when Jazz Jackrabbit was big. Oh, the, mm. some game called what is totally it? obscure. Like, I think it's uh, Jill Jackoff or something like that. What? <laughs> I think it's the name of the game or or something like that. It's something really weird. Um, but uh, yeah, it's apparently apparently some other indie game. Uh, it's this weird little like demon looking creature that apparently has a shoe fetish and was like licking shoes or something. What? Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Play Super Meat Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just been playing more of that. I A plus. What? Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know what a funny Super Meat Boy video is that also involves Giant Bomb and Brad cursing at the screen for a while is um on YouTube. Go to Lemon Lens and look up like the real Giant. I, I think it, the the channel is called 
um, they used called the real giant bomb, and he basically is shooting a video of Brad trying to get through this like one part, one stage, and everyone's watching him and like taunting him and like going like, "Hey Brad, hey Brad, how you doing? Is it going well? How's the stage going?" <laughs> and, and and like the, the the first lines out of his mouth, they're they're like, "Hey Brad, what are you playing?" He's like. Super fuck fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about and right. Everyone, everyone's like, yeah, I can see how this would be called super fuck fuck. Um, but yeah, it's the real giant bomber, the real GB or something. Um, just yeah, I'll, I'll link you to it later. But um, go ahead. Sorry. One thing I did disappoint me is that the uh, giant bomb official quick look did uh, kind of spoil the last world. Um, which that's one thing I like was not knowing what the next world was that would be coming, and so they do show all five worlds. There's ex- there's more worlds than just the five, but uh, there's five main worlds. Um, and so they showed the last one and some stages out of it, and, uh, that was kind of spoilery, but it wasn't such a big deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, and then I, I was playing it, and, uh, I A-plused all the Dark World levels for the first, all the Dark Zone or whatever. Dark World, yeah. Dark, dark, world. dark world levels for the first world. I didn't want to use the world, word world twice. <laughs> world, world, world. <laughs> world War Two. What? Come play my rock band band. Anyway, my rock band, um, rock band. so, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Super Meat Boy. Woo! I'll probably try to play some rock band today if I finish my writing in time. Um, how many more words do you have for today? Uh, probably like 1,500 because I think I only got 100 words written before um, uh, we started. Wah, wah. Uh, I've been mostly playing, besides Crisis, uh, Fix My Goddamn Computer. Last week after the podcast, um, <clears throat> I went out. I came back and I was like, let me watch some, you know, giant bomb quick look of Fist of the North Star Ken's Range. And I'm watching it and I'm watching it and all of a sudden my computer just shuts down. No, no B-Saw, no blue screen of death, no um, multiple crashes and freezing before eventually. It just literally just goes pew and just shuts down. Fuck. And I thought, uh, you know, I overclocked my P- CPU by a little bit and I've been overclocking my GPU by a little bit. So maybe the temperatures went up. So I let it cool down, I boot it up again, I put on temperature monitors, and I'm watching, you know, more of Ken's Rage, and it shuts down again. I'm like, what, did, like, did the Fist of the North Star make my computer explode? I don't get this. Um, <laughs> it's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> but um, I go into the BIOS, and I'm checking my temperatures, and I'm like, the CPU is not that much hotter than it normally is. I don't get it. And I boot right into Windows, and I, I'm like, alright, maybe my GPU is really that hot. Uh, but I've never seen an error like that before that's attributed to the GPU. Like, I usually see, like, a blue screen or something like that. Um, and I'm like, all right, it's kind of hot. It's, like, 55 degrees. It's not terrible. But let me take the – let me turn on the manual fan control because you can you can set how fast you want the um the, the cooler fan to go. So let me put it at 100. It immediately, as soon as I put it at 100, my computer gets, like, twice as loud. You can he- You can oddly hear it go from, like, to – I'm like, holy shit, I can never sleep like this. Like, thank God they have, like, a like an automatic control to tone it down. About 30 seconds of the fan going, and, like, I see my CPU cooling, it shuts off again. So I'm like, did my fan just kill my computer? I don't get it. And so I'm, like, panicking, and I'm like, I am, Al will tell you. I'm, like, sending him Gmail chats, like, like, oh, my God, what's going on? He's like, dude, it's probably your power supply. This, you probably just have to replace it. I'm like, I don't want to replace it. I don't have a replacement. All my baggers are old. I don't have the plugs for it. Blah, blah, blah. My computer's dead, dead, dead. He's just like, go and order a new one. So I'm like, no, 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 no. Let, let me, maybe if I let it rest, it will be okay. Fuck it. I just want to go watch House. And so I, uh, you know, I watch House on DVD. I watch like two episodes of House. And Alice in there going like, is it working? Is it working? Is it working? I'm like, I don't care. I'm watching House. I don't want to deal with it. 
<laughs> and then finally, I'm like, all right, the whole, you know, have you ever watched House Pete? I, I, I know of it. Yes, I've seen a couple episodes. It, it, yeah, it's you know how it's like a medical mystery show. So it's like, yeah. all right, like all, him like solving what's what's wrong with his patients makes me like all amped, <laughs> it makes me all amped up to be like, I want to solve what's wrong with my computer. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I told you, it's probably your power supply. I'm like, oh, no, but let me try it. So I press the power button, and the monitor doesn't go on. Like, it, I hear the fans humming and whirring, but, like, the monitor doesn't want to turn on. And I'm like, huh, that's something weird. And so I'm waiting for a post beep. I'm pressing delete. I'm doing all this stuff. And, like, 15 seconds later, it just completely shuts off. I'm like, what? And, like, in, in a fit of rage, because I'm like, this can't be possible, I press the power button again, and nothing happens at all. And Al's like, yeah, so uh, for the seventh time, it's a power supply. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, fine. And so I finally like, I I I go online and like all the good ones that like that you know fit my needs. Like uh, 650 watts. You so know. you got past that first stage of grief, which is you know denial. Yes, exactly. Um, they all cost like a hundred bucks, and I'm like fuck. And so I go to OCZ. OCZ was a manufacturer of my power supply. Apparently, they get a lot of complaints, according to Al. So heed this warning. If you are going to get an OCZ part, just know that. Um, yeah, primarily memory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So I go for their RMA process, and I'm like, all right, let me register for an RMA. If they respond to me in the next day, I can talk to them about how long it's going to take. They don't respond to me in the next day, and I'm like, you know, screw you guys for not responding to me the next day, but it's the weekend, so I'll wait one more day. Um, and while I'm waiting that one more day, I take my old power supply, uh, the, the broken one, and I put it into my, like, way old machine, and I press the power button once, it doesn't turn on. I press the power button again, it turns on, and turns, and turns off immediately. So I go to shoot a Justin TV video to show Al. Just to be like, look, look what I have to deal with. Ugh, my life sucks. Ugh, look at me, Al. <laughs> and while I'm shooting, while I'm shooting the video, and I press the power button, it turns on and it boots up. And I'm like, thanks for showing up for Showtime and totally making because because as I started the video, like the title of the video was the end of an error. My power supply dies. And I say like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, Al, watch this. My power supply is just co- totally gonna conk out. And I hit the button. It goes beep. Windows booting up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. Let me stop recording and go delete this video off of my channel because it looks really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, well, that's the classic thing comedy. of like that's a classic thing of like having like a car problem or something and then bringing it into the mechanic and it's and not it works. There. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm like, all right, let me test this out. And so I run a Botan Kaido's video and I let it loop and I have to leave the house for a dinner. Six hours later, I come back and it's still running the goddamn video. And I'm like, all right, maybe I revived it. I unplug it, I plug it back into my PC, I press the power button, it doesn't turn on. So I'm like, alright, no, it's it's officially dead. I went through that whole exercise for nothing. Um, the next day, I'm looking for power supplies, and I finally order one, and, you know, it's because of the new, like, Black, uh, Black November that Al was talking about that I was able to get, like, discounts and, like, a rebate on it, and so that all ended up working out. I I only spent, at the end, at the end of the day, I only, ah! I'm only gonna, I'm only, ah! I'm only gonna end up spending 65 bucks, which is better than 100, but it's still an expense that I didn't want to have to incur. And yeah. now because of that, because like I don't want to go through the hassle of being like, okay, now I got to, you know, you know, if, if I need to print out stuff for my sister or my parents, because like, you know, they run, my parents don't know how to use a computer. And so like I type all the, all their business letters for them and I print them out. It's like, now I have to have them on a backup drive. And so I went out to Newegg and I ordered like a 250 gigabyte laptop drive to put into an external enclosure because I, I already have one lying around. Um, and then I'm like, I should probably buy a new case for my backup PC because it was overheating, I think, because the ventilation wasn't that good. So I ended up spending forty dollars on that. So all told, like because of this one computer problem making me paranoid, I spent like a hundred and fifty bucks that that I didn't need to spend that I could have spent on a 1080p monitor that yeah. Al bought. Yeah. And because Ooh, Al connect. was <laughs> no, 
Right in that head. Be- because Al was like looking at monitors and then looking at video cards and looking at all this shit. He was like, oh shit, look at this. Oh shit, check this out. And it's only X dollars. And I'm like, you're giving me the itch again. I just spent money. I can't spend money. That's why every time he mentioned his 1080p monitor earlier, I was going, because not because I need to take a shit, but because I want that monitor. <laughs> uh, I must also mention that uh, I think when I bought the memory, I wanted to get another um, 5770 uh, Radeon to, to crossfire it. To crossfire. Hey Pete, and like, Pete should wait, I just wait, kick wait, him wait. off the cast now so I could stop itching? Because <laughs> no, I'm getting really I didn't itchy. Get it because I, I really <laughs> didn't want. I, I was like, don't get it, don't get it. Just get the memory, don't get it because. <laughs> Your, your video card should be good on its own. You don't need another 5770. Just just stick with it. Get a new computer. See how everything runs. And if you happen to need it, wait six months. <laughs> but, and, but, but by uh, the time six months passes by, there's going to be new technology that looks all sexy and you're going to want it. It's, uh, yeah. Um, Freaking technology. But then I set up my backup PC and I put all the parts together and like I started to install the video drivers and everything. And it gave me a machine check error, which is basically a generic error that means, "Hey, I'm the CPU. I think there's something. I, I think <laughs> hey, there's something. I, yeah. I, 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 I could do a I could do a dramatic reenactment. Hey, I'm your CPU. Stop all the downloading. I think something's wrong with your computer. I don't know exactly what's wrong with it, but something's wrong with the hardware. So here's this generic error message. Blue screen. It, I, I'm looking it up, and they're like, "Well, it could be your memory." Uh, it could be your hard drive. Uh, it could be your video card. It could be your motherboard. You could have too much dust in your fan, so your GPU might CPU might be overheating. And I'm just like, I, I don't well, I don't know what to do because like fucking, it could be anything. And like, this is the PC that I'm supposed to use in case my normal PC crashes. So what use is a backup PC? If the backup PC doesn't work. So like, now I'm gonna have to like go and be like, all right. Maybe I need to buy cheap part, more cheap parts for this backup PC because clearly something's wrong with my old parts, and it's just a fucking mess. It's an absolute mess. And then my friend called me this morning on the phone, and while I'm talking on the phone, it starts beeping and vibrating and beeping and like heating up and doing all this shit. And I'm just like, is there something wrong with my phone now? Like everything started falling apart on me. Like all this oh, technology no. started breaking on me. Basically, what it's was ha- basically what was happening was my phone was it, it was playing my alarm to wake me up. But because I was on a phone call, it didn't actually play the alarm. It just started beeping at me. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, and then on top of all that, my Google account thinks I'm a spammer. So I can't send out emails half the time. How the fuck does that happen? I don't... Okay, so, uh, like, me and, like, 15 of my other friends are, are, like, are on this massive, gigantic basketball thread that we maintain through Gmail. Uh, through email, I should say. Not just through Gmail, because all the other people use Yahoo. Um <clears throat> But we maintain it through through email, and like I guess because there are fifteen to twenty people on the list, and I send out a lot of emails on that list, it thinks I'm a spammer. And then like something, <laughs> this is really stupid. But something that I like to do when I'm watching basketball, or like or, or doing or doing anything really, like playing a video game, watching like if there's like a really amazing moment, like I make this face, like that that's kind of reminiscent reminiscent of the O face in Office Space, but it's not really. But <laughs> like it's just like it's it's just a reflex reaction. Like when I see something like like, just bananas, I just make this face because, like, I'm astounded. Um, I think everyone makes that face. And, and I, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I feel like I know the face you're talking about, like I've seen it in a picture or something. Well, I will show you the picture. Give me one second. It is It is on my... Shaq face? Yeah, the Shaq face. It is on my basketball blog, Pete. If you'll just click that link and look at the face that Shaq is making in that picture. Um, but yeah, like, I make that face, and so I was, like, that blog was the inspiration of, like, 
or, or I'm sorry, I was watching a basketball game. It was the inspiration for that face to, to actually now like materialize and show people what I'm talking about. And so like I wrote an email to like my friends and I was just like, that game, <laughs> that game made me do this. <laughs> and so, I'm sorry, that face is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, I was like, I was like, you know what that game made me do seven times? And then I pasted that face seven times in the email and I sent it off. And then I get like, I get a delivery message, an undeliverable message from each email address that I had sent that to, which means I got 17 undeliverable messages saying, we couldn't deliver it to this thing. And then I started to, and I tried to send something else out and it was like, you have reached the sending limit for this account. I'm like, sending limit? What are you fucking talking about? Now, mind you, this had happened to me two weeks before as well. And I looked it up and basically it's because Google thinks that I'm sending spam. And so it puts a cap on how much I can send. Um, and so I finally like sent the response to everybody. I was like, look, um, for some reason, Gmail's blocking me from sending anything. It was just a simple sentence, no no pasted pictures, no nothing, you know, no misspellings on purpose, which we all do, you know. And it's sent out, and they're like, what, is your account being blocked? So I'm like, now I can't send email the way that I want to. I can't send images. I can't send, like, stupid, like, blog speak, you know, like how sometimes we t talk in all caps. I, I can't do anything like that because it's going to think I'm spam now. And so basically, like, my email account is like 50% locked down because I can't use it the way I want to, and it's really, really annoying. So I, I want just one of these problems to go away. And if the only problem that goes away is my email, that's, you know, I, I don't want to tell everybody that I'm Mr. Chupon at, at another domain name because I have, like, Mr. Chupon across different domains. But, like, mm -hmm. now they're going to have to change their email to send it to me there, and it's just really annoying. Like, I, like I, will, I will burn my backup PC if it means my Gmail account will work. By that, I mean, if there's only one problem that I want to fix, it's that. Like, I will mm. throw that thing out the window. I'll be like, I just spent $40 on a case, but you know what? I'll throw it out the window if the karma gods will let me have my Gmail account back. That's what I've been playing. Pete, what have you been playing? Uh, iPhone. <laughs> I got hooked back into Flight Control, if anybody knows what that game is. Yes. Cool Not the ghetto version that I think you had, the actual good Flight Control. You mean the same game that just has different graphics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway, um, enough about me with my better phone. Uh, Al, the question that... Uh, you know what? Before we do this, let's take a quick break and sync up. And we're we're enough about talking about stupid touchscreen games. Um, actually, that's a question that I could ask you next week because that was another question that we had, Al. But that's okay because there's one that's really really targeted to you, and that's from Edu Buccaneer from last week. I'm not going to bother looking up the tweet because I know what the question is. Basically, he asked, um, "How do you feel about games that force a control gimmick on you when there's clearly a better option?" And he cites Metroid Other M as a prime example. Um. Wait, <laughs> is he referring to pointing at the screen to shoot stuff? I, I would say he's probably more referring to the fact that you can't use a classic controller or the fact that you can't use a Wiimote and nunchuck combination, that you have to use a D-pad. And it plays into the gimmick because it's like, oh, you you know, it's part of the strategy that you're, you're holding the thing sideways and then you have to point it at the screen. And that's strategy. We're going to force it on you. Um, but you can't use a nunchuck, because if you could use a nunchuck, then you'd always be pointing at the screen, and it wouldn't be fair. Burr. You know? I don't, 
think that it's a gimmick. I think it would be more of a gimmick if they created something to force you to use the nunchuck and the Wii Remote. Well, I because okay, let me um, before we go on, let me let me then clarify. It, it could be just semantics, but I think the spirit of his question is pretty much like they're forcing this way of control on you when there's clearly a better option, and the reasoning for do the reasoning for doing so sounds kind of gimmicky. So, but here's where we kind of bump heads. I don't think that there's clearly a better way of controlling other animals. I think that the the way that it is set up is perfectly fine. It, and that it could be done another way, but I think that it wouldn't be an improvement. Because, I mean, granted, I, I, I'm probably the only one out of the three of us that, that has gone through the game. But essentially, Metroid Other M is a 2D Metroid where sometimes you go into the 3D plane. Right. And I mean, I've seen a lot of gameplay video on it because I was really curious about how it would work. Um, mm-hmm. And like... So yeah, like you're, you're, it's a two. It plays in two D, but you're in a three D space, and you're still right. moving up, down, left, and right. Mm-hmm. And the the emphasis on flipping the remote to uh, go into visor mode and shoot things with missiles is more of um, it's not optional, obviously, because that's how you destroy stuff, missiles. But um, it's something that integrates. It's kind of like it's hard for me to, to come up with a complete sentence at this point, but that's only because I'm having these thoughts float through my head. Remember back when Metroid Prime was first announced, and we were all wondering how in the hell they were going to, uh, you know, make a game that had all the stuff we loved about Metroid, but make it, in a, you know, a first-person perspective kind of game. Like, oh, how are we going to jump and everything like that? And if people were saying, oh, it's going to go into, like, a third-person perspective when you're trying to jump and do all these different things. And then they would which it ultimately did not to, end up doing. Right, which they ultimately did not end up doing. It was all completely first person except for, like, the screw attack, which uh, screw attack was only used for wall jumping anyway, for specific parts. Or was, was that screw attack or was that space jump? I, something. I don't remember. It was in Metro Prime 2. Um, oh, I think the space jump is a double jump. Or a higher jump or something. I'm going to blow my nose. Oh, yeah. It's not space jump. It was definitely a screw attack. I think it was at the end of the first Metro Prime or something like that. It was only used for, like, wall jumping. Right. And it didn't matter. Anyway. Um, uh-huh. Metro uh-huh. Other M is kind of like the answer to that question. How are we going to put all the things that we love about the classic Metroid, but also still make it, like, 3D first person? And the way you do it is you create an interface with which you can create a third person pers- uh, I mean a first person perspective while maintaining the idea of a 2D platforming control scheme. So technically using anything other than a Wii Remote by itself kind of negates that option. I used a whole bunch of words. I don't even know if I said what I wanted to say. Essentially what I'm saying is using a classic controller is cool, but then you you can't really do uh, that Pfizer thing unless it's scripted. And then now you're left with analog control for aiming, which you and I don't like. Right. Uh, but other people might like because they like stuff like Halo. <clears throat> but you can't switch to that on the fly. It would have to be scripted. I... Um, okay, I'll, I'll let you finish because I have a couple of problems Well, with that. what I'm saying about it is that, I, yeah, you could theoretically do it on the fly, but then that defeats the purpose of having... Uh, the 2D games, like, well, is it going to be one way or is it going to be the other? 
because technically if it was something along the lines of I have this class controller and I press a button and I go into first person mode, um, I can play the whole game first person mode, so why not make the whole game first person? Well, okay, I'll, I'll let you finish, but there's something okay. that something that doesn't jive with that for me. Okay. Um, so that's just my idea on why using class controller for the entirety of Metroid other than probably wouldn't work as well as the Wii Remote alone. And using the nunchuck and the Wii Remote, uh, it's kind of like the same thing because now you're pointing the Wii Remote at the screen all the time. So uh, you're left with, well, is this going to be a third-person platformer, a 2D platformer type of game, or is it going to be a first-person shooting kind of game? You can switch it, you can toggle it if you want it, I guess. But having an <clears throat> an analog controller in your left hand doesn't make a difference for this game. Now you can answer. Okay, so a couple of things. The first thing about the analog controller not making a difference for this game is because everything that I've seen about it, and bear in mind for you and for everyone else listening out there, I have not played this, so I'm not trying to pass judgment, but it's just the feeling that I have based on what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've read, is it's not... It doesn't matter for this game because they designed it to be that way. And in designing it to be that way, it feels clumsy. It looks clumsy. Everything that I've seen about it, it looks clumsy. And most of the people who've talked about it said it feels clumsy. That's why. That's why I haven't even. That's why I'm not even that 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 clamoring to be like, oh, I wish I could play it. I have so much in my backlog. Like I, right now, like I honestly don't care about that game because it doesn't look that fun to me. Um, which is why, like, which is why I'm glad to hear that you say that you have fun with it, which is alleviating my. You know my skepticism, but but like just looking yeah, at it, I'm, like looking at I have it though. A question, like, huh? uh, uh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. What exactly is clumsy? The moving, 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 just... moving around in what is essentially a three D polygonal space in a style of game that tries to somewhat emulate Ninja Gaiden in terms of its movement and having all this dodging and countering and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then limiting it, limiting it to up, down, left, and right, and diagonals, and then giving you an auto-dodge to compensate for it. They've actually said that, like, you know, oh, don't worry about the clumsy controls. They're, like, they haven't said clumsy controls, but, like, like you know, you can the auto-dodge kind of compensates for it. And it's like, well, you wouldn't need to have that. And I'm not a fan of things like auto-aim and auto-dodge and things that have to help you because of the control deficiency. That's why I don't like first-person shooters on consoles, because it's like, well, I have dual analog, but I also have auto-aim. Well, I don't want the auto-aim. I want to do it myself. Um, do you really think, or is this... What I'm saying is, um, do you think that they did that because they were trying to make up for a shortcoming, or is that just what <clears throat> popular opinion is? Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they did that to make up for the fact that it's only four way or or eight way. And regardless of you know, well, it's gonna be eight way regardless. With that's what I'm trying to get at. I don't think so. Not in a 3D game like that. If you well, if you gave well, all I'm saying is if you gave Samus analog control in that type of environment, you would have more precise, finer control over her movements and be able to do more. Like, which is kind I'm, of I'm, it's kind of like me saying that if you give somebody a mouse in a first-person shooter, you're just gonna you're, it's going to be much more fluid. I mean, and, and that that's the whole big reason why everybody went crazy over analog control. When Mario 64 came out. Right, but the thing is, Mario 64 and Metroid Other M have completely different worlds. Like, technically, Metro Other M is, is in the 3D space, but it's not but that 3D. It's not a, really a 3D game. Yeah, technically, you can move around in a 3D space, but really having an analog control scheme, like, you should really try the game. You should try the intro, at least. 
to, to really put a, a solid answer on this for yourself, but I think that being able to just tap a direction to be able to, it's not really an auto dodge, it's just tapping a direction to dodge on call. It's not like you can stand there and they shoot at you and you dodge. So I think that that's kind of like the same thing as being able to dodge with. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I've when I when I've seen when I've seen videos and people talking about it, they basically like they're they're playing it and then they say like, look, see there, I dodged, but I didn't really tell it to dodge. That's because that's that could be their perception of it. But in in essence, if you just stand there, you're not gonna you're not you're gonna get you have to tap the button at the time. And I'm sure it's very loose because what happens is. <clears throat> When projectiles and enemies get near you, <coughs> your tap will execute the dodge. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. So, so auto dodge is not a big deal. I mean, that was just something that this is what I've heard. So, if that's not a big deal, that's fine. I it's think not actually automatic. But I, I think my bigger deal, and it always will be, is is like if you're in a 3D space, it will control better with a with with a with an analog stick. And and I understand your point about it being in the Metroid universe, but I don't think universe should dictate usability. No, no, I'm not talking about universe. I'm talking about just the way the game is created. Right. I know, I know, I know, but like, outline. I know, but I, I kind of, you know, if someone's going to tell me that like, oh, we, you know, we kind of meant it to be like a 2D game, then I think that, you know, they shouldn't have, you know, again, this is based on everything that I've seen, which could be different if you're actually in the game. So, you know, I really I, think you should play it. I, I know, but let me, let me at least mm-hmm. opine on it. I, I said that I will play it. But right. just looking at everything, it looks like a game that I personally dem- would demand a certain standard of control that in watching people kind of like clunk around and not even just clunk around for my own perception, but even further talk about like, wow, this is, you know, this is not terrible, but it's also not ideal, scares me a bit, you know? Okay. I, and again, I will play this. I will play this. And I understand your points about it. And I understand that you're okay with it. Which again alleviates my fear some, but there's it's still there, and right. I just think that you should be able to come to a conclusion on that fear through personal experience. Right, and I said I will, but let let me finish explaining why it's an issue for me is because right. I, I'm just having a hard time explain. Uh, I'm having a hard time understanding that it's an issue based on anecdotal experience. That's why I'm just saying like you should try it. You should try it. You should try it. Like even if it's two minutes, that's what I'm saying. It might change, but. In conclusion, you could say, I feel that it is clumsy. Instead of, based on what I've seen from other people playing the game and what they're saying, it seems to be clumsy. Right, but, uh, right. I, I'm just saying I'm not done going through the examples that I've had in other games, such as, oh, okay. you know, and that, that's why I was hoping you would let me finish, is like something like Mario 64 on the, on, the, on the Nintendo DS, or Rayman on the Nintendo DS. Now, I know that they're 3D platformers and not a game where you're running around on a, you know, on a, on a plane, but because of the nature of the 3D space, because enemies can move, can come at you, not like a Final Fight style where they're going left, right, up, and down, but they can come at you in all angles uh, at, a, at a fine plane. They're running around. It's like it's made by Team Ninja. I'm looking at it and like it's frantic. It looks awesome, but then it's like, you know, remembering trying to play something like Rayman where they're not even coming at you in all directions, but it still felt so like inadequate to, to try to move around like. An environment that that is built to to allow for finer control, and that is built to have enemies come at you in all angles. Even though in Metro, in, in I'm sorry, in Rayman and Mario, they don't actually do that all that much. It 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 scare it just scares me, and I you know I 
I hope to get my hands on it sooner rather than later. And the other thing about like the whole you know class controller couldn't work otherwise you'd just be playing it in the full first person mode. Well, I mean they designed the game to be like, uh, well we're going to make you not move when you shoot missiles. I mean they could still do that in first like, like if you hit a button to shoot missiles with the, with the analog stick, which you know I don't like, I'm not a fan of, but I'm sure that people out there would be more forgiving of it who are used to Halo or something like that. They would be more willing to give it a try. You press a button to go in the first person, but that doesn't mean that they have to let you move around. Which, of course, which, which, will lead, which, will, which will lead to other people complaining, why can't I move around? Exactly. You know, but that, and that in and of itself might be what Edgy was talking about in that being a gimmick. You know, oh, we're not going to let you move around, and it, it feels a little bit forced. Now, me, I don't have a problem with that part. I think that, I actually do think that that's part of, like, them saying, we want to balance this out. We, wanna, we want to, like, put you in this kind of extra mode because it's kind of like a puzzler. Not a puzzle mode, but that's the closest I can get approximated to, like, a totally different mode from the game as part of its challenge, you know. But I wouldn't blame other people for thinking that it's kind of gimmicky, because it seems kind of shoehorned, but that's, for my personal taste, it doesn't bother me. That's not what bothers me, but it could bother other people, and that's what I think Edu might be talking about. But point being, like, with a class controller, you could find a way to do that. You know, people are going to complain anyways, <laughs> you know, so what? Yeah, people, people are gonna whatever, even if it's gonna make a game unique. Right. They're gonna complain about. So it. if they're gonna complain about it anyways, my take is that they should at least provide them the option. You know, at least they'll complain a little bit less. You know, at least they could be like, okay, it's stupid that I can't that I can't move, but at least I can move in and out of you know this mode and have my analog control. Or they have the Wiimote and Nunchuck, where what what are the buttons? One and two, jump is two, and shoot is one, right? Yeah. So then they could just have A is jump and trigger is shoot. And then have the C or the Z button on the nunchuck trigger the first person mode if they want to, you know, if they want to really have it as, as a separate mode. Um, because you are already pointing at the screen, there's, there's no kind of fumble. Some people have, have a fumble when they point the Wii remote at the screen after not pointing at it after a while. I actually have that problem. Like when I was playing, um, Paper Mar Super Paper Mario, mm -hmm. like when I was pointing at the screen, like I would kind of lose myself a little bit. And that's my own problem. I have to get used to it. But regardless, some people have that. Um, if they wanted to alleviate that, then they could have the Wiimote and Nunchuck combo, have all the buttons mapped out the same way, have analog control, and have you already pointing at the screen, but they still do the thing of, like, well, this is our missile mode, you can't move. If you want to complain about it, go ahead, but we gave the option. Um, and I think that's what Edu's getting at, and that's why, like, I kind of sympathize with this question, because even though, A, I haven't tried it myself, B, I will probably end up not having that much of a problem with it, because you don't, and, like, we usually end up, like, having the same stance on things, I... I all I'm saying is that I think Edu has a legitimate complaint there, um, and it, it kind of worries me that this game might get overlooked because they have all these things in there that not everyone's going to appreciate. You know, like the weird view, um, the the mostly just the issuing of I I don't even know how to fucking pronounce that word. I'm sorry, but just mostly getting rid of the analog control and then like you know the the whole making you point at the screen and then point back like that bothers a lot of people, and I can understand why. It's it's it feel it felt clumsy in Paper Mario. And it wasn't even used in like a high action setting. Um, and I, I guess like the the one thing that I saw in a quick look or, or, or the video review or something is like there, there's some rooms and maybe this spoiled the game for me, but there's some rooms where like you have to shoot missiles at enemies and like they it, it would kind of get cumbersome because they would get in each other's way and you couldn't shoot the enemy at the right time, and then like you could only hit them when they shot at you, so you were basically not able to move while you were trying to shoot them with the missile, while they were trying to shoot you. So, like, Brad was having... And bear in mind, Brad is notorious on GameSpot and on Giant Bomb for dying during a lot of his, you know, demos. So maybe <laughs> maybe it's his fault. Um, 
but like it, it, I don't know that it's it's just kind of an odd game. It's it's precisely actually why it was odd that I really wanted to play it in the first place, and then I saw a video of it, and I was like, wow, I really don't want to try this. And then you came in and said, no, it's actually okay. That makes me want to try it again. So, but I think um, we have completely not answered his question. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I answered it. I, I can't answer it. his question. I, I, I completely disagree with the, the stance of the question. Well, the fact that he says a clearly better um, method of control. I just don't think for this particular game, the way it's designed, I don't think that it... Well, okay, so so step back for a second. That was his example. In general, oh, like... That was, he, it, was a, it was an actual, like, generalized question? Yeah, no, no his question was a question. No, his question was a question, and he used Other M as his example, which is exactly why I wanted you to chime in on it, because Pete hadn't played it, I hadn't played it. Um, Pete and I had trouble thinking of any other game that did something like this, which is primarily why I started thinking, like, huh, that is kind of obnoxious. Um, but I, I can't think of a game that I've played, and I've been trying to think about this since the last episode, that has done that to me. Pete, have you been able to think of anything since that last episode that, that comes to mind? No. Sorry, I wasn't trying to, to be honest. Oh, well, that's okay. You you, you never try anyway. You, you just go and write, and then write about me and Al like we're evil, and then make a novel out of it, and then win NaNoWriMo. I hate you. Shut up. What? <laughs> but Al, I don't know if you've ever had it. I'm trying... I'm continuing to think at, at this point, but if you can think of anything else that might, um, that I guess well, might... Well, without being, like, stupidly snarky, um, I don't think I can at the moment. What would you think of if you were being snarky? Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, any console first-person shooter? Wait, no. Um, well, I mean, in that case, there's not clearly a better option because, like, you can't... Well, no, I mean, you could plug in a mouse, but then what are you going to do, plug in a mouse and keyboard? Like that's not a clearly better option to me because Unreal it's... Tournament for Dreamcast, <laughs> but Quake Three for Dreamcast. Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't want to do that because that's it, it. I don't know, like. Yeah, that's like I said, I'm being stupidly snarky, and that that's completely baseless. Um, I'm try. See, the thing is, I'm trying to think of DS games that. Uh, and I think I, I think the example that I got to last time was Metroid. The Metroid Hi- Prime. Hi- the Metroid. Wait, it always comes back to Metroid. The Metroid Prime Hunters demo, where there was like, oh, one of the control modes is you tap at the screen to shoot. And my, my the only thing that I could do with that was if they had made the game to force you to do that, that would have been horrible because they're basically pushing an agenda of, oh, look at their new touchscreen. This is going to be the wave of the future and we're going to make you do it this way because it's going to be the future and like this is so awesome. We're, we're gonna, we, we want you to do it this way, so we're going to force you to do it this way. If they hadn't given me the option or if they hadn't changed it up to be like, no, it's going to control like a regular first-person shooter, um... Like with the stylus, and I don't even know. Do they have face button controls for those who want it? I believe so. I think they do, right? So if they hadn't done that, like it would have been fine for me personally. But for those who want face button control, that's like that's inexcusable. Like True. there's no way around saying that there's no better control because it's like, well, when you're using the touchscreen, you have you, you're only using the touchscreen and then the L button. So it's not like you're sacrificing any buttons by moving into to face button control. So there's no way that like Nintendo can come to me and be like, oh, we didn't want to give you face button controls, because you wouldn't have enough buttons to do something. Nope, try again. We didn't want to give you face button controls because the stylus is a better way to do it. Well, that's true, but some people just really can't stand it. You know, case in point, that's why they still play Goldeneye on X64 with the camera buttons, which I couldn't, like, when I started playing, when I bought the N64 cartridge, like, a long time after it came out, like, when I was buying N64 games on the cheap, like, I switched it so that I moved with the D-pad and I used the camera, sorry, 
the analog stick, not the camera stick, the GameCube thing, but use the analog stick to uh to look around, yeah, to aim, and then use the trigger to shoot, and then if I needed to open a door, reload my weapon, or switch weapons, like, the A and B buttons are actually really close to the analog stick, so I would just have to flip my thumb over. I, I didn't use the camera sticks at all, or the camera buttons at all. Um, but I can't think yeah, I, I think I played with the camera buttons. I, yeah, I played it, the, when I first played it, I played it that way, and I couldn't do it. And then when I got better with mouse and keyboard, and I realized that, like, analog stick is probably a better, is better than the camera buttons, then, like, that's just that. But I'm trying, I'm looking at my shelf, trying to see if any games have gimmicky controls or forced controls, and I can't... The only thing I can think of would be, like, Steel Battalion, but <laughs> I don't know if There's that really no counts. There's no clearly better way to play that game. Yeah. Because they, they, they're, they're cramming so many options in there that, you know... And like, I, I it think, was a total I, gimmick, but it was, like, awesome. Oh, 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 I'm looking at Scribble... Fucking Scribble Knots! Mm. That, yes. The first one. See, I don't know if I would call that... Like, I mean, that was just poor design choice. Like... I guess it was poor design choice. They didn't you're do right. it for un- any, like, reason... Like, I guess they thought maybe it was better, but, like, yeah, that would just came down to poor design choice. Yeah, so I guess I guess to answer Edu's question more fully now that we found an example, I think it's it's less of a question of... You know, is it a gimmick versus is it a smart design decision? Because like at the end of the day, I'm sorry, Pete, I keep doing that. Fuck you! Uh, no, it's like okay. when it, at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like when it comes down to it, the a, a, a gimmicky design, a, a gimmicky control scheme that they even even if they do it on purpose, a gimmicky control scheme that doesn't work is still a bad design choice at, when it all comes right, down. True. to it. You know what I mean? It's it's all it it all gets lumped under that umbrella of bad design choice. So I, as with all bad design choices, I say nay. I say it's <laughs> I say it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm t- I'm looking at co- contact. No, um, it's funny though. You, you can only really kind of um angle it at like Wii or DS at the moment because they have non-standard or non-traditional controls. Right. Like you can't think of a, a PS3 game or a, a a 360 game really because most of them are just standard control or something like a what was it layer. Might be a, a game. Oh like yeah, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're controlling it completely with the six axis, something like that. Yeah, six axis. I think I think a good game for this discussion would be Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, and it's only good for the discussion because it fits the criteria of they're forcing a, tr- a, a gimmicky control scheme on you. But the only problem with that is is that in it, really mo- it, it work like not only do I think it works. Wow, that's such bad grammar. Not only do I think it, you know, it, it is a good control scheme, but like people, at, at the very least, from what I could tell, critics that would normally like scoff at this type of stuff have had a really good time in that game. So it's, and and not not to say that what other people say always matters, but if you want to look at it from a what do most people think, Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword does pass the test, whereas a lot of other games kind of don't, or they do with some reservations. Um, and and let me amend the whole Metroid. Uh, other M thing to say that people haven't been like I hope I didn't say this because that's not what I meant. People haven't been saying this doesn't work. It's bad. People have been saying people have been saying it's not ideal. I don't think it's ideal at all, but it's passable. So in all fairness to the game, like if, if something's pa- like I hate first person shooters on dual analog sticks, but if there's a party and my friends are playing it, I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna play with you guys. I don't like do like I'll play. It's passable. You know it works. Um, it's just not how I choose to play it, you know, uh, but, uh, okay, uh, would you make that, uh, I mean, this makes absolutely no sense, because the options are there, but, <laughs> <laughs> w- 
what if you went to somebody's house who had like Mario Kart Wii and all they had were Wii remotes and Wii wheels or just you know like no nunchucks? Is that possible? That I have a good no. In my experience, no. And that's yeah, and that's I, not I, I, it's not because of the concept. Because if it worked, great. I don't think it works. Like I can't. Yeah, that's what I it cannot is. grasp it. I, I just can't. And the, the way... You know what's funny? I don't know how some people can. Kudos to them. Yeah, it, it doesn't work with Mario Kart, but it works with, like, Excitron. It, I, I mean, it works better. It does, still doesn't work, but it works better with, right. like, Excitron. But P- I don't know why. Yeah. P- what were you saying? I was just going to say, like, I've been to someone's house who, like, uh, only had, you know, Wiimotes and stuff and, like, wanted to play Super Smash Brothers, And, you know, I want to play that with a... Uh, with a either a game, preferably a GameCube controller, if not at least a classic controller. Uh, but yeah, like I'm not gonna be like, no, this is a bad way of playing this game. So I still play. Um, you just have to get used to. Yeah, it. but right. it's definitely I I don't play as good as I could. Yeah, Mario Kart, I would definitely like. Obviously, I would be like, no, but I'd be like, <laughs> like I like I don't think it. I don't think it'll be. You know, I I, I just can't do it. Like I'm terrible. And I won't be play like, something else. No, I. Yeah, I, I Hang just, on, like, guys. Oh, I'll, I'll go buy you some classic controllers. Like, no, I got a DS. I'll play my DS. <laughs> Don't they have some kind of integration here with? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at other games. Uh, you play We Will. Uh, <laughs> you play. You play We Will. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I. There, there are very few, and you're right. It's mostly limited to Wii and uh. What were you saying? Yeah. DS. We in DS. I'm trying to think of any other. Um, Ooh. Oh, oh, here's here here. Well, and I guess it, the only other example is if they made if they make you play games like Aquaria on Steam um, with a mouse and didn't give you a gamepad option, that would piss me off. Mm, that reminds me of. Oh yes, hmm. Beyond Good and Evil for PC has no gamepad option. What? Oh, fuck really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Damn it! Now when I get around to playing it, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, that, that makes me kind of glad I have the GameCube version still, but I, I really want to play it, and I don't have GameCube controller, Christmas right. present, and uh, uh, I'd have to play it on PC, but I kind of don't want to play it on PC because I can't use GameCat, GameCat. And to clarify, right. I haven't played the game sure before. That, I remember having uh, played it before I deleted it because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to play this right now, but... Um, oh, you know what? I, I don't like how mm-hmm. New York Times Crossword Puzzle forces you to use a stylus to write in letters. I would. Ra- I I like having I like having a a keyboard that I have to use like the Microsoft like like the Xbox's messaging system. Boohoo. No. <laughs> um, okay. Another example, I guess, depending on how people feel about this game, would be Kirby. Uh, the the thing, obviously, like all three of us know that like all three of us have a high opinion on that game. Which Kirby? Canvas Curse. Kirby's Canvas Curse. Oh yeah. What I would be really curious to know is what the opinion of someone is for someone who does not like that game and because of the forcing of the stylus controls. The problem is is that that game is so closely designed around that. that it could, like, And I think to your point about Other M, like, is it, to, to ask you, like, am I just seeing things? Like, when the enemies come at you and you're, you're basically fighting them, this is an honest question. This is not to spark a debate. I just want to know, especially because we only have four minutes left um, on Peach Recording. Are the enemy like, are you? Did you just because you get good at games? Like you're pretty good at games. So um, even if that controller scheme was a little bit a, 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 a adverse, like you you would have been able to get over it. So 
do you find at all that like enemies kind of have a little bit more freedom of movement than you do? Uh, think yeah. think about it in terms of like if Ninja Ga- if, if you play Ninja Gaiden on Xbox with a D-pad, like would you be able to? Would you be okay with that? Um. Well, if I played the first level of Ninja Gaiden <laughs> with D-pad, <laughs> I'd be fucking pissed. Uh, but most of the rest of the game is like lumbering enemies. But that's neither here nor there. Um, no, I think I think it's relevant because I think it it shows. It shows. No, no, no. I meant the, the what I said about. Oh, okay. Slow. Okay. But I'm sorry, yeah. for Metroid, um, I really had no problem with being able to attack enemies and dispatch them. Uh, you know, in in third person. So in first person, I uh, not really. Like there were some situations where it was like kind of hectic, but it was hectic. Um. But I hadn't found a situation where I had trouble in a battle because of the control scheme. I may have died a couple of times because of not being able to figure out what I was supposed to do in time. There are certain like time sensitive things. Uh but I mean even like the, the, the super special final boss, which was pretty rough. Right. I didn't really have like a oh my god, I can't really play this because the controls are kinda of really fucked up. Kind of situation, but it was uh, more like, oh, I gotta hurry up and do right, this. Uh, I gotta hurry up and do that. I gotta hurry up and do wait, this. Wait, wait, let me, let me quickly interject because the point of my question was actually, um, and I'm okay. doing this. I'm doing this only because Pete and these leaves in. Yeah. Um, was do you feel that the games, the games level enemy design and how they approached you, um, were designed to fit that, or because the D pad really isn't that much of an issue that it didn't become an issue? You know what I mean? Like, did they? Did do you feel that Nintendo consciously said? This is a D-pad game. We're designing it around it, and therefore we've designed the levels. We've designed the enemies to accommodate that. You know what I mean? Like it's no. a, it's a difference between saying like we're throwing in this control scheme and it won't be a problem versus we're making it consciously with this control scheme and it might be a problem. So we're gonna like kind of like can be cur- can be cursed. Canvas curse is completely designed with the fact that look, this is gonna be a stylus game, so we're gonna make some concessions. You know what I mean? Right. So well, I don't think that the enemies are really um, like gimped because uh, in light of the control scheme. They they are pretty some of the enemies are pretty agile. Right. Okay. Well, that, uh, that that's just Yeah, a, I have to make a very condensed answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a curio of mine. But, um, alright. Uh, Pete has one minute left on his recording, so Pete, pimp out your site. Uh, just go to facebook.com slash Riven or twitter.com slash Riven, because Riven.com Riven. has not been updated and probably won't be until after NaNoWriMo. Go to Riven.com slash Riven. Pete, I'm at- <laughs> Fuck! Ow, where do you live? Uh, I don't live anywhere right now. I'm not promoting anything. Excellent. 2K.com. XLM2K.com. Go to shark, www.sharkvsoctopus.com. That's my blog. Go to Talkin' Mouth. Talk- yeah, I can't spell it out. It's going to take too long, so so whatever. Uh, uh, my basketball blog is up there. Talkin'Mouth.blogspot.com. <laughs> there, is no G- there is no G at the end of talking, and there and mouth is spelled M-O-U-F. Um, uh, 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 shit. Everyone loves dinosaurs.com. Uh, DrFishPants.com. GameTheMedia.com. Uh, ask them questions. Uh, and Doc Brown's doctor. Um, and mailbag.trygames.net. Uh, mailbag.trygames. Mailbag at trygames. Oh, so we got a sink. Yeah, I know. No, no, we're gonna. Uh, Five uh, seconds. Three, two, one. Just in time, literally. So Pete's recording is now done. You have just heard how we sync up our podcast. Whatever Pete says won't come over. Uh, well, it might come over because I have the backup recording, so I might slice that in. Slice that in, but mm. now that we don't have to rush anymore. <laughs> you know, For, we could have. I could have just started a secondary recording. <laughs> yes, he could have. But now that you're on the backup, it kind of doesn't matter. But that's all right. Mm-hmm. 
But now that we're all tired out from rushing, for Pete. Oh, uh, bye. <laughs> for Al. Till next time. And before I actually sign off, I will request Edu, if you're listening, um, see if you can find any other examples, because it's a very interesting ex- discussion. And also, we'd, I'd like to hear, like, I'm sure that Al would like to hear your thoughts on why you think the other M control, because it's been a very polarizing game, you know, and it's something that I, I'm very interested in just from my own sake of like understanding how people think about different things differently in a different way. Oh, Pete just mentioned this in the chat room. That's right. Al, do you want to say anything? Not yet. Certain, no. Oh. I mean, it, it, I, it's a whole month away. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, something big is coming in a month. Just know that from Al. Al's pregnant. And it's not. And it's not <laughs> oh, guys, just made me spit all over my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Thank goodness for the backup recording. Um. But yes, so um, Edu, I, I'm I'm very curious to hear your opinions. I'm sure I'm sure after listening to me and Al go back and forth on it, I'm sure you're like sitting there going, "But no, but no." This, <laughs> so like, certainly, uh, I'd be very interested. So send it send it to the mailbag because obviously it's not going to fit in a Twitter post. Um, if anyone else has experiences with either Metroid, Other M, or other games that seem to have control schemes that they force on you, uh, send send your examples in. Um, yeah, yeah. That's me in the corner. What episode is this? One ninety six. This was one ninety six. We're almost to two hundred people. Write us fucking questions or stuff for two hundred. I will be. I will be launching a full blown Connect style advertising campaign. How long has it been since your recording uh, ended, Pete? Like now it's, it's two, minute, two minutes. Two minutes already. This is funny. If I just use your recording, there's gonna be like dead air when we talk. So, uh, but I won't. I will slice it. I don't know. Whatever. Editing stuff and behind the scenes stuff and shit. I won't be here next week, so see you all in two weeks. Oh, thank God. God, so, ow, that fucking prick is... Oh, wait, shit, he's still here. He's still here. <laughs> Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bitch! Oh, you're going yeah. to Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is the week after. Yep, sure is. I won't be here till after Thanksgiving. Oh, till after Thanksgiving, I see. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I already, I already called out Pete and Al, so I'll call out myself. For me, I have been tired and fatigue and technology sucks and everything is broken in my house i will Mm. go and fix it now fuck you all bye three ten fifteen I sound like a robot. Oh, shit. I didn't know what to say. That was (laughs) terrible. That was absolutely terrible.